I had to come home, shit, get my play shit done, song. and do th- play Wait the on song. you. I don't want to <laughs> play the song. No, I want it to be a happy it thing. It is when happy. Start. If you start not, playing it, obviously not happy. Okay, everyone smile, sing the happy song. We're gonna do the happy you're, dance. You're digging a hole. So. Say it, Adney. Sing the sing the happy song. Doing the happy sing. dance. Yeah. Doing the happy dance. Doing the happy dance. Doing the happy dance. Now do it, Chris, because we can't do it. Not doing no fucking happy dance. Play the fucking song. All right, whatever, dude. Listen up, scoop close to your host with the most. Chris Smith as he boasts, toast as we roast. Any little problem, and we'll fix it in post. Playing devil's advocate as he hits you with jokes. Who can it be sitting next to me? I need your baby's dad knee. Spitting comedy magically. Scoring all your comic book will wanna be you're gonna be. Hit with a hook, I'll turn your face into a tragedy. Steve B with the chemistry. Dropping recipes and melodies, restlessly especially. Using dark humor as his weaponry. Well, mentally haunting all your dirty thoughts like an entity, no empathy, just credibility. Discussing history, legacy, ethnicity, destiny, villainies, industry, jealousy, memories, pregnancies, tendencies, therapy. Heavily, I hicked up, motherfuckers. <laughs> that was a hiccup, motherfuckers. We got the remedy, Adney and Chris Smith. We are doing the happy dance, guys. No, that was a hiccup, that fuck up. It was like, Bleh. This episode of Alcoholcast brought to you by Squarespace. <laughs> Squarespace. Get in that. No, I'm just kidding. Anyways, yeah, we this wish. is How dare you do free advertising? <laughs> How dare you fucking... I was excited. I was like, whoa, did they email us? <laughs> did the David get one as they am quitting my You job. know who I do have email <laughs> relations with? Does that mean you get all the profit, Addy? Tommy Bunn. <laughs> I need it, guys. So the podcast will be supporting so Addy. So long, losers, <laughs> whom I've always hated. Okay, welcome. Uh... Shout out, shout oh, out. We welcome. I already did. Dude, welcome this is dude. We always yeah. welcome to the alcoholic. We already did it. He already did that. Yeah, exactly. It was a pitch. Get over it. <sighs> Anyways, okay, welcome to the okay. Alcoholics. Okay. 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 I'm your host, I'm Chris Smith. To my right, I have Adney. To my left, I have Faggot. That's fine. <laughs> faggot August Borgesi. Actually, he's actually like to the front of you. To your left is the window. Yeah, you're right. Or my computer. And then we go shout out, bitch. Whoever's out there. How about a non-shout-out to Ariana, who won't hit me up no more? Oh, yep. my God. Calling you out. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. That's kidding. Petty. That was, oh, that was Richard Petty. Richard Petty. <laughs> All right, anyways, I am actually going to do a shout-out to our somebody. Southern listeners. Do I know? I know he's a listener. I know he's up there in Chicago. He's listening all the time. His name's Chance oh the Rapper. Listen, <laughs> he's at Chicago. So, anyways, but the reason why I'm doing up, this bro. is because for these past couple weeks, like, I've been... Pretty much happy. Yes, I get angry. Okay, we all know that I get angry, but I've been happy and like even at my lowest points, like like the other day when I like ran into the tire. I literally ran into a tire. I backed right into a tire. Now it was connected to a Jeep, but I didn't hit the Jeep. <laughs> didn't hit the Jeep this at all. I hit the tire. also hit the Jeep, Animal. but I ran into the tire. I just want to say <laughs> that I also <laughs> when he did that, I was in the passenger seat holding an opened beer. <laughs> Allegedly. Allegedly. Don't say that. <laughs> Jeez. I don't drive with open beers in my car. That's ridiculous. Anyway, yeah, I drink, all, the, I drink them first. Okay? He's all, I drink the beers no, first. He's all, Adney, come here. He's all, help, help me drink this. <laughs> never did that. On the freeway. Allegedly. Allegedly. Driving behind, driving behind him and shit. Never and like, did that. I, like, we're following him behind us, and I'm like, Chris I'm, sees I'm, imaginary I'm, icebergs in the road. I'm, I'm telling my <laughs> driver. Looks like. I'm telling my driver. Oh, back it up like ten well, feet. Okay, back it up like ten feet. I've been driving. You I've, have a driver. Yeah, I do. I've been driving with a foggy contact. It's kind of fucked up. Like my left eye is definitely blurry. It's fucked up, and because of my prescription, I've been able to get new contacts. You know what's fucked That's up about that? This right hand. Is I didn't have my prescription yet. I went to one eight hundred contacts, and my prescription. <laughs> It was like two or three months expired. 
And 1-800-CONTACTS was like, no problem. I go into Walmart, and they're like, nope, you can't do shit. And then I started doing research, and I don't understand why the fuck 1-800-CONTACTS can give me contacts, yet I can't go down to the fucking store and buy contacts with the same prescription. Yeah, that's That's stupid. what's fucking crazy. Anyways, back to Illuminati. one shout out, god damn it. That, that sounds like a fucking prostitution website, hella bad. 100%. What does? What, uh, what I know, contact right? website? <laughs> it totally People does. contacts, but it's .gov, not .com. <laughs> so anyways. Contacts.com. What I was trying to get at is, yes, I've gotten angry, but like throughout this whole entire, like I want to say month or so that I've been anticipating this uh, Chance 3 mixtape that did come out. It's called Coloring Book. I recommend it to everybody. It's called Coloring Book? It is called Coloring Book. I thought it was going to be called Chance 3, and he called it Coloring Book. It's for his daughter. You back on acid, Chance? I know. I kind of, like, that's another conversation, but we're not even going to have it right now. The reason why I'm bringing it up and the reason why I'm shouting out to I know he's a listener is because, (laughs) like... I haven't gotten depressed, so yes, I've gotten angry, but I and then I'll get over it, and usually it'll be by listening to a chant song or something like that, and so I just got to give a shout out to the artist that is really giving me pleasure in life, like it's getting me out of my depression or whatever, I wasn't really in depression, but whenever I would get sad or whatever, that's kind of gone away because Music's of Chance's the, the music, one, yeah, like yeah. I'm just like always happy-go-lucky and whatnot, so got to give a shout out to the acid rapper. No, actually about rapper. acid, acid, fucking, I, I have DMT now, Dang. and I can't fucking come to do it now, like, all before you I was like, I'm gonna do it, I'll do it, if, if I could just get some, I'll do it, and then what now you that like, I have I, I what's keeping you, what's keeping you from doing it? I don't it? know, I got scared, like, as soon as it was in my possession, oh, Chris is scared, <laughs> I was like, bitch, oh, Stevie, no. Stevie I, I allegedly got Chris DMT, I don't know if I want to blast I didn't, I didn't buy drugs, they were free, okay, first off, so it's not illegal. Okay, um, and I, I gave found to Chris. some drugs in a friend's pocket. <laughs> I gave them to Chris, and or I gave it to Chris. Told him what to do with it because I've never done it, but allegedly. I swear. No, I was, I, I I wanted. I, I mean, solemnly swear. I'm too scared to do it as well. I don't like. Any oh, of, I'm gonna do it. It's just a matter. It's like I'm, I'm working myself up to it now. Like I gotta be in the right headspace. I don't want to like worry about somebody watching me or anything like that i've done a bunch of research like you honestly don't even need anybody else there with you because it's not like salvia or anything it's not like something that's gonna make you freak the fuck out and you need a babysitter what i've like almost all the stories that i've read about it it's like you smoke it and then you pretty much pass the fuck out and then you soar into la la land like it's it's an out of body experience what you need to do is get the audio book of the history of ice and fire (laughs) And then play that in headphones, and then no get it. so when you pass out, no. you can actually imagine the fucking world. I wonder what would happen because uh, Joe and everyone you write some says great that fanfic you don't, and you, send it you, to don't George. Pers- you can't perceive anything that's going on around you. Like you don't know. Like the dude could be butt fucking you, and you wouldn't know it because you're. It's an out of body experience. And Damn, I haven't Joe experienced Rowe. anything like that. Fucking you. Because <laughs> I, I mean, I've done acid, I mean. I've done mushrooms, and I've done Molly and all this other shit, but I've never experienced literally like they say you can see yourself leaving your body and that fucking kind of terrifies me because we're all like damn that guy's handsome as hell who is that on my bed <laughs> and so I'm, I'm like oh, he can get it I'm gonna go to the <laughs> and it's gonna be like Jehovah's up there and he's gonna be like oh I commend thee I'm gonna freak out that'd be like fucked that up happened. if you saw some it god did. shit exactly. and then you became religious and then we have to kick you out of exactly. the podcast <laughs> I met god up there yeah he's a buddhist <laughs> <laughs> and he's fucking black doesn't know where everyone's getting this fucking religious bullshit from. He's like, no, I didn't write those fucking books. You think I'm going to write a book? That, that That's ridiculous. So, yeah, shout I'm out to writer, I'm going to send my son, who's also me, and pray, like rape some virgin girl. I'm not an animal. <laughs> that book is so confusing, dude, okay? I can't even finish it. All those thous and these and thys. Fuck that book. <laughs> um, 
I don't even fucking. I once again, I don't have a shout out because I th- forgot about. <laughs> Keep forgetting about shout outs. <laughs> I do because I've been thinking about more important stuff like you know his dick, the history of and getting it like tattooed <laughs> or some shit like that. This faggot was gonna get his dick henna tattooed. It's fucking queer. shout out to Arthur. Dana. That's not even gay. <laughs> yeah, that's super me comfortable with my dick. <laughs> Because I was going to let Susie tattoo it. And have other people well, being comfortable with it. Well, it was only going to last like a fortnight. It was a it's fortnight. fine. Yeah, that's what you think. And then three weeks later, you're like, oh, what the fuck? What's all this black shit on my dick? <laughs> I'm trying to, to wash it off. <laughs> Shout out to Arthur Dane, Adney. <laughs> the, the actor, by the way, his name is Luke Roberts. And he's like, he's just a fucking great sword fighter. That's why they picked him. Nice. So you got nothing for us? You suck no, balls. All right, shout out to Beer for adding you. Uh, um, I'm going to give a shout out to a podcast, actually, that I have recently become fucking obsessed with. It's amazing. The two girls on it are comedians. They are fucking hilarious. It's um, it's all about serial killers in history, and I listened to the Cracked episode with them on it, and Jack O'Brien could not let it go how good this podcast was, so I had to check it out myself, and holy shit, guys. It is fucking hilarious, informative. These girls, they look at murder, like, you know, it's like, they're they're so excited about murder and they're like we can't. And that, talk- I want to time out like that is something that I've seen. We could all relate to. We all have either it's either us or we have a bunch of friends that love murder shows and they're like I love investigative murder or whatever the fuck those shows are. It's murder porn and people fucking love that. And these girls who are fuck they are comedians so they can make anything funny. Yeah. They take that and they take their interest in this and now people who may feel like subconscious about talking about it and being interested in this. They're like, oh, well, listen to our podcast. We can all talk about it. We can all get into it. We all have fun talking about murder. Like, like, See, now if we go to parties and we talk about murder, it's not weird because it's research. <laughs> because of the podcast. But they are fucking right off. hilarious. They make the show extremely interesting. It's not boring. Um, and they've been around for as long as we have, actually, since well, January 17th. Um, but the show is called My Favorite Murder, and it is fucking phenomenal. I suggest everyone. Maybe go you listen. need to start getting funny, Chris, so we can actually get some. Oh fucking yeah, because you guys are fucking famous comedians. That's <laughs> why I said we're nobodies at all. <laughs> of course, they're gonna have Thanks, more Stevie, fucking for that. Yeah, nobodies. we're hilarious nobodies. Though, fuck you, guy. I agree. With Anyways, because everyone knows who's a fan of this podcast. Everyone knows that Dak carries the it. podcast. So anyways, last week we talked about Captain America, but we didn't get to go to Game of Thrones. So this week we're going to start it off hot. We'll hot just with hit God God <laughs> Coming in hot with God Talk. Hold on, hold on. So yeah, take us. We're going to get two episodes back right now. Since the last time we left listeners. You know what's funny though? As I got hit up by somebody, he's like, dude, I don't even have HBO, but like listening to your guys' summary, like I play the movie through my head. And I was like, oh, okay. So go into detail, Adney. About... Both episodes of Not the that show. much detail, though. That's a lot of things oh, to Dakota say. and Stevie just it's hard. their Facebook official as of, like, last week. Or okay, is it two um, days ago? I think... Uh, last week. Six days. Probably, the like, the biggest thing that we saw, arguably, in both episodes is the Tower of Joy. So why beat around the bush? Let's just get to the fucking Tower of Joy. Woo! Dude. But let's not give any crazy future spoilers, Adney. <laughs> what we know. No, fuck what that. What happened? We are going to do some spoiler shit. Yeah, first, give us If what you happened. don't know R okay, plus okay. L equals yeah. J, then okay. like, you, like, everyone knows that. Just so everyone knows, we're going to start this out by saying spoilers in 5, 4, 3, 2, and 1. And yeah. Tower of Joy, Adney. Explain Tower of Joy. what the fuck it is. So I, um... I want to talk first. Let's just talk about the actual scene that's in the show. We're not going to talk about well, what happens on the episode. Where did we last leave? That's what I was going to do. That's okay. what I was going to do. Uh-huh. Is uh, yeah, give. It, we're, re- let's just let's just recap what happened in the actual scene. This was 
my favorite scene of all four episodes so far of the season. I thought it was fucking fantastic. Of This has been talked about for so long, ever since the show started, ever since the book started. Everything has been talked about. The Tower of Joy is such an important, pivotal all these crazy moment. events that have happened prior to what we get as the Seven Kingdoms. It's basically the last battle of Robert's Rebellion. Robert's Rebellion, of course, is what won him the Iron Throne. He crushed the Targaryen dynasty. This was the last battle of it. Um, Ned, of course, in King's Landing after it's sacked by the Lannisters, meets up with Robert, and they argue over the death of Targaryen children. Ned basically breaking ties with his best friend Robert, saying, Fuck you. You can be dishonorable. You can kill children all you want. I'm fucking done with this. I'm going to go save my sister. Um, the Tower of Joy is actually in Dorne, and um, the main like badass in the scene, Sir Arthur Dane, is Dornish. He is known as the Sword of the Morning, which so is the way we go back in time. There, yeah, yeah, the reason being is because everyone knows Bran has been having dreams about the Three Eyed Raven. If you follow the show, you know that's his whole story. For he's trying who to don't he's them. trying to find the Three Eyed Raven that he keeps. But if you haven't been about. following the show, how would you listen to this part? Yeah. yeah um. But he's been trying to find him, and finally he does last season. I correct? Is that we find him last season? Yeah. Um, and then no, it was the season before last. He wasn't in that season at all. Oh, okay. My bad. So I then, don't think there was one. There might have been like fifteen minutes. There wasn't. They skipped it because yeah. the actor because the, the actor old as shit. The actor grew like four feet in two <laughs> months, and they're all. Oh, okay, let's not... Uh, this piece of shit, dude. How are you going to grow and, f- like, fuck you? Yeah, fuck you for growing. Dude, what? puberty <laughs> hit that kid like a ton of bricks. Same with Rickon. He looks good, though. He's a good-looking dude. <laughs> Handsome. Handsome. Um, but fuck. finally find the Three-Eyed Raven. Who and, is like, actually um, Brendan Rivers. What the fuck is that? He's uh, from the Riverlands and an, a Targaryen bastard. Oh, oh shit. Wow. Oh, Rivers. There you go. Well, Obviously, if it's Rivers, a bastard, yes. But uh, I know Rivers he's a Targaryen the, bastard. Um, That's awesome. Yeah. He's a part uh, Blackmont of the Riverlands and part Targaryen. Is it? I'm sorry, I got a little sidetracked. But he is part Targaryen, the Blood Raven, the guy who's sending Bran his way, being his little teacher, his mentor. He is part Targaryen. He is a bastard, and he ended up becoming uh, leader of of the Night's Watch. He was com- he was Lord Commander of the Night's Watch mm. before eventually. Going off on his little crazy adventure and fucking merging with a tree, yeah. and uh, and of course he tells Bran like you, it's gonna take time, but you're gonna know everything, and you need to know everything. He's basically like, there are he knows the secrets that everyone has, and he wants to distill all these secrets into Bran so Bran can share them with his friends and family, so the right thing can be done. Because Blood Raven knows, as all the fans know by now. That uh, Jon Snow, his real mother was Lyanna Stark. His yes. father was Rhaegar Targaryen. So and it wasn't is... out of rape. <laughs> it was out of love. Okay? No, what are you saying? The show might make it rape. Baratheon was raping The show him. might. If anything, he was the rapist. He, yeah. w- he didn't you got, fuck yeah. her, but he probably would have raped her. Exactly. He's like the guy at the bar, and she's like, no, thank you, I don't want a beer. And he's like, come on, I fucking, look at this, I rebelled. You're going to take this beer. <laughs> it's it's like, Robert, Robert, okay. Robert, listen, the Targaryens are in control. Why are you trying to, why are you trying to be a rebel? He goes, that's what I do. I rebel. <laughs> oh, God. Robert, you're a fucking piece of shit. <laughs> no, but, um, so, yes, he makes it to the Three-Eyed Raven, and like Adney said... 
Lyanna Stark and uh, Rhaegar Targaryen are true lovers. They um, we're gonna get to that in a second. I was but, just, like, we're, that, there's a reason why this scene is so important. Um, so just so um, you know, Bran the Bran made it to the Three Eyed Raven, and Three Eyed Raven basically wants to show him past. Uh, well, it's past and present. I don't think you can go anywhere anywhere yeah. in the future. But because of the Weirwoods, he can he connects into all these trees with the faces. For you don't know, he's basically the Yoda of Game of Thrones, kind of in a way for Bran's story arc. And um, he doesn't want to overload him with everything. That's why he's taking his time to show him these things slowly, and he doesn't want to push too much information on him. He wants him to appreciate the information without acting on emotion. I well, feel like. because this this scene was a big <laughs> impact on yeah. Bran, and he was getting emotional uh, because in the scene. because of what the way he was told this story of Ned the honor like Ned has always been the honorable man, the most honorable man anyone has ever really known. Old honorable Ned Stark Which hints and. Uh, and then, like, he tells a story about how he faced uh, Sir Arthur Dayne, the Sword of the Morning, one of the greatest fighters in Westeros history, and he won, and it was, like, all crazy. That's the story that Bran grew up with and believed in his father and all these things, and through this vision, he learns the truth. And what you get is, um, it, like, so in the show, um, fucking uh, Ned shows up there, you know, with his uh, six, there's six of them. And he shows up there, and there's only two uh, Kingsguard. It's a uh, Gerald Hightower sharpening his sword, and Sir Arthur Dane. I love that they don't even fight when they show up. They like have a conversation first, which I thought <sighs> so was so impactful. cool. It wasn't like rushing into it, and like ga 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 It was like, "What's up, bro? What's think, up, bro? Yeah, <laughs> Sat I think, in." And I think then, the <laughs> biggest part of that was the incredible amount of respect that Ned has for. All Kingsguard, like these two men are Kingsguard. Um, what you get like throughout the history is that Kingsguard started out kind of shitty because the Targaryens had dragons, so they didn't really need Kingsguard. But as the dragons sort of died out, the Kingsguard became more and more important. So you had great fighters, and uh, Ares the Second, the Mad King, had probably were one of the greatest Kingsguard collection of fighters in history. And what he had right there was Including Sir Jamie Gerald, <laughs> Sir Gerald Hightower. Jamie is a great fighter. I know he betrayed great, him, yeah. but a fucking amazing fighter. fighter. Okay. But even Jamie said that Sir Arthur Dane was above and beyond everyone else. At this time, Sir Barristan Selmy was a little bit older. He wasn't at his peak, and uh, Jamie acknowledges that Sir Arthur Dane is the best fighter he's seen. That he's at this point, he is the best fighter in, um, in Westeros. And Ned also says the same thing that Sir Arthur Dane is the greatest knight he's ever seen. Yeah, this guy is otherworldly fucking good. He is a he is a bannerman of the of Dorne. Um, he comes from Starfall, which is the stronghold of House Dane, and um, the, the, he has the title Sword of the Morning. What that is is basically a title given to the best fighter who's loyal to House Dane. Uh, it's like okay, so it's not like like in a uh, in Winterfell, Ned has the Valyrian sword, Ice. When he dies, it passes to you know his heir. That person dies, goes to his heir. A lot of those, all of these houses have a, a sword that goes through their heir. But House Dane, it's different. It's you only get Dawn, which is the name of the sword. You only get that if you prove yourself the best fighter. Which so upset you. It, you so the it show. <laughs> has to be earned. Which is the fact that like this is a huge deal. And the sword Dawn basically has the same properties as Valyrian steel. It's just as strong. It's all white, which is very like eye-catching it's an all-white blade it's very shiny and milky it's 
stronger than any other steel. It's like as strong as Valyrian steel. It has the same properties. It keeps that sharp edge like Valyrian steel. It's a big fucking deal. Yeah, it's a huge. It gives you a huge leg up. Anything else. It gives you a huge leg up in a battle, and yet that was completely ignored in the show, Which and that kind of in, annoyed me a little bit. Yeah, because even in Adney knowing the lore and me reading the books, it feeds that so much into the history. Throughout the books, you hear it constantly, and throughout the lore, it, it, even if stuff that you read that's either you know fan theories or just people talking about what's happened in the past, this is this sword is constantly talked about. So the fact that they didn't bring that in there, and Adney, it's before I watch it, I gave, I caved in, I watched all of them, and it, they're so good. I'm, I'm excited. It's. I was so stoked last night. I, I woke up at six thirty, but I went to bed at one thirty because I was like, I gotta finish this. I woke her up because I was like, No fucking way! The way this, <laughs> this latest episode ended. But yeah, it's like, how are you gonna touch on that so much in the show and then completely leave it out? It, it's like, like the books, I, you mean? In the yeah, I mean, like no, here's sorry, the thing: yeah, like when books, you yeah. like uh, up real quick, if you're gonna leave something out. I don't mind. Like, if you're going to change things, I understand when you're changing the mediums, you have to change certain aspects of the story. But when it's part of a character that you're going to show, like, it's part of who they are and, like, basically their legacy, like, is a very – like, part of Sir Arthur Dane is the fact that he's Sword of the Morning and that includes the fact that he wields Dawn, which is this borderline magic sword. That's a big part of who he is, and they changed that to him just wielding two swords. It's like, no, this is Tyrion. Uh, this is Tyrion Lannister, but he's six foot tall. Okay, I just we're gonna make him that. tall and handsome because tall we think it's better for the show. Doesn't it, have, it, you know, it took it two away. different and, eyes or an ugly face. <laughs> and that's always any in any show. It's always bothered any or movie when a guy has two swords because no one has ever done that in history because it's impractical and stupid. It's a really dumb way to fight is with two swords with both hands on the sword. Any swordsman will be like, yeah. yeah, we don't. They don't. They, no one ever did that. Your arms have to be strong as fuck to be able to block someone Seriously. both hands. Both no, 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 it's not just that, like, because guys who wielded shields had strong left hands, but they were able to use the shield more prominently. It's harder to block with, like, with the, with two swords, you just end up being awkward and you get in the way of yourself and you end up hitting your own swords against each other, hit your own arms against each but other. He's it's the very best awkward. swordsman, so obviously with, he can with do a it. Shield, if he's the best of the best, he, if, if you're the best of the best, do it, he can you do, it. do what you are best at you do what actually makes sense technically you don't say oh i'm a great swordsman so i'm gonna do what doesn't really mean anything and have two swords and put myself at a disadvantage when i can just have one sword and be even better because or have Chris, a sword and shield and everybody Dawn knows is, it's not natural to cross swords okay everybody <laughs> knows that that's but a thing like, that part was kind of was like why didn't like dawn is a big thing like that would be fun and also the fact that dawn plays a part in the story in that ned takes dawn back to its home because ned was actually in love with arthur dane's sister oh i thought you were gonna say arthur dane <laughs> i was like what and he brings the sword back and he like presents it to her and i really think that that sword could that, play a role later so on in the story is like somebody could go and get dawn or dawn could have some kind of role in the story later on you could do you could you could have been setting that up now for a payoff later, but they didn't. Like they did a little hint, and uh, in the actual scene, Arthur Dane shoves a sword into the into the sand, and it has like a little sun sigil on the hilt, on the, or on the pummel, on the pummel of the handle. There's a little sun sigil, but it's like okay, that means that that sword would belong to House Martell, not House Dane. So yeah, that's not a, much of a good wink. No. Anyways, 
Uh, but besides all that, besides that, those those are those are small. That those are a good Chekhov's gun right there. If that would have happened, it would have been a later, great Chekhov's Amazing, gun. and that would have given people an example. And of I what bet Chekhov's you they still is. make it a pivotal point later on down the road. I bet you it they comes bring up, up Dawn, and yeah. it has no sense at all because yep. they didn't establish Dawn in the beginning. These guys it, don't know what the fuck they're doing. It also shows how honorable Ned Stark is, knowing that this sword specifically is something that's passed down to the best fighter in uh, in the House Dane, right? Yes. So for him to return it, that is like that's the coolest thing ever. It's like, listen, I know this is a big part of your history, your fucking house. That I'm returning this it's to. It's a you. huge cultural that thing. That is so cool that he did that. And you it's gotta like, give the man. And it's reaching out. Yeah, yeah, that, it also it's, killed Ned Stark. Okay, which is <laughs> which is why it's which, why it's why which, it's weird that uh he had a bastard child while he's married. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so um, besides that, the actual scene was amazing. You have it's a little shortened, um, like from the book text, but it's still that amazing. The guy, like the name, like I said, his name before, Luke Roberts, who played Arthur Dan. I think he did perfectly. He is the, uh, um, he's a stony Dornishman. There's three kind of Dornishmen. There's a uh, stony Dornishman, salty Dornishman, and sand Dornishman. I think Dorn is mostly desert. So like the and guys, the middle of Dorn, the middle of Dorn, which is all like sand, is like those are the dark, dark, really dark Dornishmen. And then the guys by the shore are a little olive skinned. And then there's ones in the mountains which are more fair skinned. Arthur Dane is more of a fair-skinned Dornishman. He lives like on the, like the border of uh, the Reach, where the mountains are. Uh, so he's a little more light-skinned, and I think they got the perfect fucking actor for it because he is like this really he like, he comes off charming without really saying much, and he shows up and he just walks up and goes, "Lord Stark," like not fucking worried about the fucking six dudes with swords or want to kill him. He's just like, "Yeah, I'm, I'm Arthur Dane, bitch." <laughs> like, what are you gonna do? You dude? only brought six. <laughs> Yeah, you better uh, get some more guys to make this an even fight. You, bro? <laughs> yeah. Don't worry, I'll wait for you to get more. Guys. And Gerald Hightower gets up. He's all fucking. Cell phone on you, something you can call more over. You got a horn. <laughs> you got a horn. <laughs> Send a few ravens. Get some more guys. Not we'll even wait. fair. We'll wait. It's not fair. And like that, that awesome fucking dialogue of just like I looked for you on the trident and you weren't. He's like, and we weren't there. Uh, the king or your friend, the usurper and traitor, would be in the ground if we were. It's like, well, your king is in the ground now, along with Rhaegar. Why weren't you there to protect your prince? And Arthur Dane's like, our prince wanted us here. And right there is a huge clue of like, What's why the fuck yeah. would the prince tell him to protect Lyanna? Exactly. Like, that's, we know for sure oh, Lyanna's in the tower. she can get it. She did. She did. Oh, she, she already got it. Yeah. If Rhaegar, if Rhaegar was just kidnapping he her and raping too. her, why would he send? Chris doesn't know this. No, I don't know anything. He knows. I don't, I don't, <laughs> Chris knows nothing. I don't, I, don't, I don't follow the lore. I just watch the TV show. Oh, my God. Chris knows nothing. He knows this. I know he knows this. That's so funny. He's got to know this. Anyways. I'm down fucking John Smith. So there's so many. Like, right there, it's a huge fucking clue. As to, like, And he asked, like, why are you basically, like, why the fuck would you be here instead of guarding? Because your king's guard's job is to protect the king. The second is his heir. And then his queen and his family. That's the king's guard's job. And you got uh, two fucking... Two of the best. Like, they're actually Rhaegar's two... His best friend was Arthur. His second was Gerald. Like, those are his best fucking friends. And yet, they're not fighting with Rhaegar on the trident. He Rhaegar is being murdered on the trident by Robert. And yet, they're fucking here doing nothing, waiting by a tower, makes no fucking sense, and strategically. So, if it was just some girl you wanted to rape and everything, like, you would know. It wouldn't matter. This girl, automatically, Liana means more to Rhaegar than we've been told she does. Yeah, because... All we've, we've ever seen, like, 
what George does a great job. I'm sorry, Stevie, but what George does a great job of doing is showing you a perspective. He, like we all know, he does gray characters, not black, not white. Everything's in the gray area. He'll show you one perspective. You think, oh, these are the good guys. These are the main characters, so they have to be good, right? You think it's all good, and then all of a sudden you see the other person's perspective. You're like, wait, I was wrong. The biggest hint was Jamie Lannister. Yeah, I was gonna say that. We all hated Jamie because all we knew about Jamie was from Ned's perspective. Then, when after Ned dies, and we finally get Jamie's perspective, we're like, wow, he's not a bad guy. And you learn more throughout the story that he was very conflicted from the beginning. When he first became so Kingsguard. Ragnar isn't the Mad King? Rhaegar. No, Rhaegar, that's his Rhaegar was his heir, and Rhaegar is actually a really good person. Everything we hear about Rhaegar, except from Robert. Robert's the only one that talks shit about him, but since he talks about him the most... We automatically assume a Rhaegar was this rapist monster. We know that Rhaegar's father was insane, so we assume Rhaegar's bad guy. And Rhaegar was the king during the rebellion. No, 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 no. no. no, no, no. He was the prince, heir. The prince, the heir. Oh. His father was the mad king. His and father was the mad king, but like and he was he was going to be king next. He was married to Oberyn's so daughter. So they both got killed sister, pretty much during this yes. whole thing? Yeah, yes. I didn't know. But that. what started was the Rhaegar died first. They so the story oh, is told. Oh, died first, and then Jamie went and killed the Mad King. Yeah. So, uh, so in the rebellion, the the most pivotal battle, like after uh, Robert and Ned, they won like several battles. It all met to a head. Like Rhaegar, this whole time was at the Tower of Joy in Dorne with Lyanna, and he finally decided to come out and actually fight. He led a group of Dornishmen and of like uh, Crownsmen, Targaryen men to the trident to meet Robert and all of his men. Huge battle. Enormous battle, battle the on the trident in the middle of the kingdoms. Which is on the sword in the beginning, right? The, the uh, intro to the song, it shows the battle of the trident on the sword, like it's etched into the sword, isn't it? Oh, okay. oh, oh, you mean the, oh, the you mean the, like, it's not, I wouldn't, I would call, you mean the banner? I wouldn't no, call no, it a sword. The, the, well, the no, sword, sword comes sword. in, it's but like, it's like dude. etched into the sword. It's like, you see the house, uh, sigils like battling. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, And it is. Yeah, it's a, it's very metaphorical. I it's a, yeah, there you go. But, uh. Jesus, there's so much lore to catch up on. In the beginning, like, in the, the way Robert became king was the fact that, like, he fought, he ended up meeting Rhaegar himself. But Rhaegar wasn't the king. He was just the prince. prince. But here's the thing is, right before he left... Like, he was at the Tower of Joy with Lyanna. He called Arthur Dane, Sir Gerald Hart, Hightower, and Oswald Went. On a cell phone. He wasn't in the show. But he called them to him, those three Kingsguard, and he said, look. You guys stay here while I go fight, essentially. You stay here. Things are going to change when I get back. He goes to King's Landing. He sees his wife, who is Elia Martell, the oh, sister wow. of Oberyn. Oh, wow. Yeah. They are. <laughs> yeah, and he like and and uh, she was in love with him, and he cared oh, about her. Babies? He was actually a yeah. They had two kids. They, they he actually he wasn't in love with Elia. Not at all. He cared about her. He treated her very very well. He was a very good person to her, but he wasn't in love with her because he did it. For the kingdom, he did it to, to mm. combine houses. Kind of like what that everyone Khaleesi was gonna do with that. It's, that yeah, dude. yeah, Sansa, yeah. exactly. Just like in Sansa with fucking uh, what's his name? Uh, that was Forza, so don't, don't even. Hey, a lot of things are. That was a bad comparison. Hey, a lot of things. But are that forced. was. I agree. That Ramsey Bolton. That only happens in the show. It doesn't happen. But Rhaegar, oh, really? That doesn't yeah. happen in the book. But listen, at all? the thing is that uh, is, wait, hold on. Is Ramsey even in the book? Yes. Okay. He's a fucking horrible person. Same thing. Rhaegar and Elia have two children. Aegon and do you remember the girl's name? Uh, nope. No, I do not. And, and are they dead by the time? That yes. Late, the, uh, here's story what happens: here? is okay. so he says, "Listen, Elia, I'm going to change things. When I get back from the Trident, things are going, and I'm king. Things are going to be changed." 
because he is a good person. Everything, even from Sir Barristan Selmy, the most honorable knight ever, almost. He says that Rhaegar to Danny. He says like your brother was a great man. He didn't like killing. He loved to sing. He was the most beautiful singer ever. He could play an instrument, sing. He played a harp. He was, a dude, harp. Yeah, he harp. Not like okay. he didn't shred on guitar. He played a <laughs> fucking like, oh, harp, oh, dude. Oh, six strings. That's adorable. Oh, that's cute. Let me pull out a hundred and something strings, homeboy. Brace yourself. You I'm know what's funny? There's all the pussy. There's a, a bit of long locks. Woo! Killing it. There's a bit of history that explains some of his behaviors, which is the fact that. When he was a kid, he was a bookworm. People called him a nerd because all he did was read. Then he read a book about prophecies. The reason the Targaryen fa- the Targaryen family survived the Doom of Valyria is based off a prophecy. One of their family members had a prophecy: Valyria is going to be destroyed. So they moved. Hmm. So so Rhaegar believed in prophecy very strongly, and he read one. And it's not specifically it's not specifically told what he read or what he thought. All he said was one day he had no interest in fighting. Then all of a sudden one day he went to his master of arms and said. I need to learn how to sword fight. Teach me how to sword fight. And all of a sudden, he became a great fighter. Like, he just started training. Amazing, it's like, yeah. I don't know, like, he this is weird. Toward, yeah. This is weird. The theory is that he read a prophecy about the prince the that trident? was promised. Uh, prince that was promised. Azor Ahai. Or Azor Ahai. Oh, the same dude that yeah, the, the red they, witch is looking for. That, the yeah. red, she the red thinks woman. that, yeah, Jon Snow There's is. many cultures without this world that have this prophecy. They all just call it different things. So it's essentially our Bible. Like, just to yeah. like kind of... So yes. Yes. The story like how the, Jesus, the storyline right, of Jesus, how there's right. a bunch of people parallel his life. The, the, the flood. Thing, uh, there's right. a bunch of different religions that have the that have the story of the great flood. It's a one event that a bunch of religions take differently. It's the same thing in this world of there is... Either what is whether it be the last hero, that's what the North calls him, or Azora High, which is Azora the uh, High, I like you know, that one. It's tight. yeah. <laughs> or if it's the stallion that mounts the world, there's all these different Dothraki, yeah. legends of one hero coming to defeat all of the evil. Foreshadowing the end of last episode. <laughs> <laughs> God, but we're talking so about episode three. But just so people know, I just um, the whole reason the rebellion happened, right, Adney, is because of the because fact Rhaegar... that Rhaegar supposedly kidnapped. Lyanna Stark. That was what was told oh, to us right. throughout because the Robert, history. Right, what, right, right. Basically what happened but is really she Le- ran off and was like, Le- I want your baby." Well, in the first episode, it makes it seem <laughs> yes. like Robert loved, it's like, I loved her. He goes down to the crypt, yeah, he goes sees down to the her, crypt and, yeah. and you think automatically, okay, that was Robert's girl, and then she... They were betrothed. He says they were betrothed. They were going to be married. So you assume they cared about each other, but betrothed means you were forced into marriage, not that the oh, girl it's wanted probably it. Oh, like join the North and the South or something, I would yes. imagine. But like Annie said, you get different perspectives. So that's Robert and Ned's perspective. Ned, actually, you can if you go back and watch the episodes, every time Robert talks about how Rhaegar kidnapped her or Rhaegar raped her or Rhaegar stole right her. Whenever, <laughs> whenever Robert says these horrible things about Rhaegar, Ned gets quiet and he looks down. Every fucking time, Ned just goes... And you assume he, you, can, probably, you can see that he wants to say something that he knows a truth. He knows something else to the story that he refuses to tell Robert, and he knows it's best not to tell Robert because he made a promise to his sister Liana. You don't know about it in the show yet, but in her last words were, "Promise me, Ned. Promise Wait, me." Wait, so Ned just, literally was like holding her as she died? I didn't know that yes. either. Damn. Yeah. Um, is it in the Tower of Joy? Do well, you think we, we'll we, see it? I think eventually we'll see it, but it's going to be a big reveal towards the end I of this season. So I think so, too. And but also, it'll be this season, you think? Or I, we'll, I think so. Yeah, they did. They, they they've to. shown too much shit so far. And it's the beginning okay, wait, of the hold season, on, hold on. We need to that. wrap it back around. Yeah. Okay, so what happens in the scene? Uh, so Tower Okay, so Tower So Ned is like, so he's like, you know, where's my sister to Arthur Dane? And Arthur Dane, following the orders of his best friend, 
prince and future king so just puts on his helmet and says or before he puts on that he goes I wish you luck in the wars to come <laughs> like such a fucking bar <laughs> he's like, yeah, I'm not worried about you dude I'm not worried bro <laughs> not worried. you only got six dudes kid <laughs> <laughs> told you to send more ravens bro <laughs> <laughs> then he pulls out his two fucking swords and uh they attack and uh Gerald Hightower it's murdered. He gets he gets right, one right. kill and then he gets murdered. Yeah. And now all of a sudden it's like fucking it's like Arthur Arthur Dane against five dudes. Um, Howland Reed is the first one to attack, and Arthur just slashes him once and takes it him was out. Pretty Boom, tight. done. Dude, and the choreography of this scene was amazing. Well, you guys don't know how good the scene is until you watch the whole thing when the lightsabers are replaced by the sword. Oh, I, I saw that one too. The lightsabers replaced the sword. I was like, whoa. I why saw couldn't it too. they have done this in the show? Contact <laughs> D.B. Wise and David Benioff and get this fucking They suck. Show. You need to put Luke Roberts in a Star Wars movie. Like, this is what this was. This is what we learned from this episode is yep. Luke Roberts needs to be you know what? the Fuck next movie. Sith Lord <laughs> who kills Kylo Ren yeah. he kills and Ren. then it's on Netflix <laughs> and then it's a TV series <laughs> which pissed gold side, uh-huh. sidebar we thought there was going to be a Star Wars TV series about Darth Maul and it was an April Fool's oh, joke man, and it was, was brutal, brutal one. that one hurt what? me deep yeah. wait what <laughs> on, the Anyways, on the bright side the Night's King looks like Darth Maul <laughs> Yeah. There the, you go. With the there horns. You go. With the horns? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got it. You got it. You got it. <laughs> Fans got it. Anyways, uh, like that's what was so fucking like. There's so many. Like it really shows the difference in fighting styles between. Like if you really watch all the fight scenes, you can see there's different fighting styles for each region of the entire fucking world. Yeah, and the yeah. North kind of sucks. I know. And if no, no, like, no, no. The North. I like his fighting styles. No, the North. Really the North are good fighters, but they're the more. We've seen enough battles, so we have this rugged kind of. It's not like fancy brooding. looking. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, it's brooding. It's bruising power. Yeah. He's like the North. Are like they're like the boxer that uh, doesn't have a whole lot of power or speed, but will wear you down it's with physicality pressure. and will wear you down to the body and break you down. That's what the North sword fighting style is like. Then you have the Western lands, a little more elegant, but it's still the same kind of weapon. It's the same kind of just. Um, it's very similar, but just a little bit more sophisticated. You, you have, have water the, dance with bravos, which is the, so yeah, which is the most badass to me. Yeah, it's it's fencing basically. Elegant. It's it's, it's very it's fencing at its fuck. most fence. <laughs> it's fencing at its most fencing. And I guarantee, hold on, I guarantee Ned Stark at that moment of the fight wish he had Tony Stark's suit just to be like analyze Arthur Dane ah! and see his fighting style. <laughs> the computer system be like, I have no idea what this dude's gonna do next. Like, you're on your own. Next. You're in the wrong universe. It kid. finally gets down to like it's like two on one by now. Oh, the let me finish the fight. Like, like I think I think what's fun is like what we've seen. Like there's a lot of like the Dornish style of fighting is very stylistic. It's very fluent. What we've seen from Oberyn and uh, um, Arthur. Who I would argue are the two best fighters we've seen oh, on the show. Dude. Are you gonna go out there By with far. a spear and no armor? Uh, like what? Dude, I like to move around out there. <laughs> like so, w- the f- like the ma- the first fighting style we saw from Dorne was Oberyn's uh, spear fighting, which was incredibly fluid and it was beautiful to watch. But I was also being brutal. But it was very, it was a very pretty style and it was very cool looking. And they were like, all right, so here's the next big. Dornishman, we're gonna see fight. It's Arthur Dane fighting very similarly. It was mm-hmm. this very 
well done. Like you could see how like he's super athletic, just like Oberyn. They're both very athletic guys, and the way they fight accentuates their athleticism. That shit would be hard as fucking all that armor. To be that fucking I think that's why, like, because there's the thing is, what I noticed is that while their armor looks really primitive, like, that doesn't look like Kingsguard armor, like, the what we saw the most Kingsguard wearing, that isn't a new thing. Kingsguard have wore that kind of armor for a long time, so technically, Arthur Dane should have been wearing the same armor oh, that we see, like, the mountain wear now. Right. He should be wearing something like that, but it's like, that'd be too hard for this kind of fight scene, so we're gonna make it a little more primitive, <laughs> give you a little bit of plate. <laughs> Adney almost said arthletic, because he, Arthletic, because Arthur Dane re- <laughs> recreates, okay, he's arthletic, but you're, <laughs> a- oh, you're only athletic? That's cute. I saw this picture, like, Chuck Norris looks under his bed for Arthur Dane every night. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> Anyways, Dude. Arthur Dane does an amazing job, kills off everyone except for Ned. He starts kicking Ned's ass, and Bran, of course, you gotta remember, this is all a vision that Bran is seeing through the Weirwoods. Uh, oh my god, the Weirwoods are such a long conversation. Yeah, that'll be another, no, we'll do that word. That's a whole hour. By to the describe way, this what is the be, are. Every week that Game of Thrones is on besides last, because we skipped it, we'll we'll have Game of Thrones talk. Okay, so anyway, yeah, so if you so don't anyway, like it, skip it. You don't like no. And if you love it, we'll give you the time. We anyways, listen twice. <laughs> anyways, you're you guys, gonna need to listen twice. There's a lot of information. Brand, like Brand, real like because Brand is remember Brand is watching this with the anticipation of the stories he's heard his whole life. His whole life. So he's eventually, heard the, his dad's gonna start being badass. That's what he's waiting exact, for. Yeah, he's, he's waiting like, for his dad to finally overpower him. To turn it over. He's not. He's coming, bitch. No, he's the story that he's fucking thirty episodes ago. He's waiting for the he's waiting for the Rocky moment. Yeah, he's like, and and like, but he's it's coming over him like, or he's waiting for his dad to show how good he is. But he's seeing that his dad isn't as good as he thought he was compared to Arthur, and you can see the way he in his face he goes. He's better than my father. And he mentions, he's, yeah, he says it. He's like, it's, How does he's he confused. How does he win or something like that? Yeah. Like, and then, the, and then uh, the bar diver says, he's much better. Yeah. He's like, well... How does he win? I know he wins. You're like, how does he and win? He, and he's like, or he goes, says, how does he win? And like Blurman goes, does he? Yeah, does I he? know he wins. I've heard the story a hundred times. Yeah. And then, of course, you see the fucking truth that... Ned was going to die. Arthur Dane had him. to get sliced up again. And Dane even paused. He was like... All right, Sorry. Ned, you're dead. I'm sorry, bro. Here's your last second alive. <laughs> Enjoy <Okay>. it, bro. <laughs> Ned's about to get starked, homeboy. <laughs> <laughs> then he gets stabbed in the back by Howlin' Reed. Oh, right in the Who back. is? He's the father of Jojen and Mira. No. Who are the two? Fucking what? Who are the two kids that have been helping Bran? Does Bran know that yet? Yes, Bloodraven tells him. They explain. Oh. Oh, I thought they. Did he do it after? I they, they he says it really quietly. He goes, "That's the father of Mira and Jojen." But I think prior, oh, wow. when when Jojen and Mira during the vision, come, when they come, they explain who they are. They explain yeah, where when, they're from, and then when they how... first meet him, they said, "Oh, we're you know we're Mira and Jojen Reed," and Bran recognizes the name because okay. Reed is one of their bannermen. He goes, "Our father Howland helped your father during the war. He was with him at the Tower of Joy." And he goes, oh, my father said he wouldn't have left if it wasn't for your father. Exactly. Oh. So they already for- – they foreshadowed like an ad. That wasn't like Back in the day yeah, they foreshadowed. like season two. Right? Season yeah. fucking eight years ago. By the way, the, the books kill him off. I mean, I'm sorry. The show kills him off, and in the books he's still alive. I don't know what they're going to do with that character. Actually, he didn't seem dead. What? Didn't she blow him up? In the, in the oh, show? you mean Jojen? I yeah, thought you were talking yeah, about yeah. Howland. No, no, Jojen. No, Jojen. Yeah, Jojen's, Jojen's dead yeah, as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't seem dead. No, he's dead as fuck. <laughs> like you can't be more dead than that. He's dead as Abby. fucking 
dead. He's deader than Arthur Dane. Like that. Cocaine guy. is dead. Okay, it's dead. It's fucking dead. Heroin. It's coming back in a big fucking way. <laughs> so, Bran is having to deal with that impact of my father, who I thought was the most honorable man ever, who would never break his honor. Only won this fight against this great knight because his friend stabbed the knight in the back. And then my father lied about it my whole life. Real fucking honorable, Ned. And then of course, Ned ain't that honorable. I think we've already gone over this. I think it's important to note that Ned, it's not that he's not honorable. It's that he always chooses love for his family or for people around him over his own honor. Right, He'll dishonor himself. The first time we saw that was when they're all... He's like, just like Varys says when he's in the black cell, just confess. He's like, you think my life is some precious thing to me that I would give it over my honor? You grew up with actors. You learned how to act a long time ago. I grew up with soldiers. I learned how to die a long time ago. But when he says, well, your daughters are in danger. All right, I'll lie. All right, fuck my life. <laughs> he does that, and he does that again in the Tower of Joy. Oh, yes, he does. Exactly. He gives up his own honor for somebody that he loves. Fuck himself. And everyone that is important. And Rob does the same thing, whose Rob is just like him. Everyone always says he's just like his father. Rob, who he could have, like, he got uh, a girl pregnant, and he could have said, you know, I'll let I'll let that be my. I'll still marry the Frey girl to keep my honor, to keep my oath. I'll still marry the Frey girl, but I'll have a bastard, and like that woman I impregnated will be dishonored. He's like, no, I'm not gonna dishonor her. Instead, I'll dishonor myself. I'll break my oath and marry the girl I impregnated, so she'll keep her honor. And you fucked up. Homeboy. Once again, that he's choosing. That's choice. a Stark choosing love over the their own honor. Let choice. me just say that, dude. Rob Snow. Uh, Rob Stark's fucking. Rob Snow. Rob Stark's pull-out game is not strong at all. Nope. Oh, my. But, at, is but not strong. I mean... Well, look at Ned. He does got some... Okay, he does okay, got okay. Shut the fuck up in the Anyways, room. okay. Tower of Joy. Stabs That's him over. in the back. Brand has to deal with it. Brand's he realizing. He wants to stay there, right? He, Ned's starting to go up to the he's tower. He's running up the tower. He hears then, a blood-curling scream of a woman in labor. It's very distinctive. It's not a woman just screaming. It's a woman in labor. It's very distinctive. Nobody and he's running up there. And then you see Bran, of course, yell at him. And you get that whole moment of like, wait, can Bran actually affect the past? Whoa. Even though Blood Raven says... The past has been written. The ink is dry. And he takes him out of it. And it's like he's taking the audience out of it because we all wanted to see what, the, the thing yeah. that's going to happen. I think that's also that the Blood Raven's lying. And I think that he I, yeah. can... Brad Raven knows. Yeah. Brad Raven yeah. knows. He knows. And he knows that it's best to not change the past. And that's what he wants Not to just tell. change the past, but he knows that Bran isn't ready to learn the truth. Oh. He already got hit with a huge fucking yeah, impact. truth ball. Boom! See, I wish I told you... Your dad so didn't beat Arthur Dane. Your dad ain't tight! Okay, and then, okay, so that was Bronstein. He comes back, and he's super mad at the dude, right, or whatever. Yeah, he's like, why did you take me out? I wanted to see. He's like, you're not ready to see yet. And this sets up so much. This place, like, you need to learn everything. We know that Bran is eventually going to see everything. He's going to know all the fucking truths. And it sets up so much stuff. But there's, like, we can't. We don't really know it's going to fucking happen. That's what's so fucking cool is we don't know I think it's also how he's going to react when he knows way, the whole truth. I think he's going to be a better Blood Raven than the Blood Raven. Better, a better Green Seer. That's a better what Green Seer. A better, yeah. whatever it is. Because, because yeah, he, that, this is like his entire life. Like, Bran only got to live till about, like, what, 10, 11? The other dude had, like, a full type of uh, life. Blood Raven is around 120 years old. Bran is, like, what, 14? Yeah. Um, and, and he I didn't think, even get into it until he was, like, 40? He's, he seems to be naturally 
better than anyone's ever seen. Like he warged into Hodor and Jojen was like, was he's cool. like, you, you know what I mean? <laughs> he warged into him. He's like, is that, is that not normal? He's like, he's like, isn't there people beyond the wall that can do that? And Jojen says, there's no one in the Which world so that can do cool. that. Which is so cool. Holy shit. And he was able to speak to Ned and uh, it's basically like all they hear is, all Ned really hears is like rustling in the leaves and like wind. That's what people can hear when the gods, quote unquote. He's changing the game, homeboy, of Thrones. He's <laughs> shit's getting real. Uh, it's right. funny. By uh, the way, the old gods are real, but they're not gods. They're the children. The souls of the children go into the trees. Next, anyways, yeah, shout out to the Catholic Church. Shout out to the Catholic Church. <laughs> that's why. That's why it's because they're trying to get closer to God. Oh shit! Children molesting. <laughs> Bam! Children molesting. That's the a joke. Old gods. The old gods are children. You jump. The, they're trying to get closer to God. Literally closer, as close as they can by penetrating. Yeah, I'm just that's, saying. That's a stretch. That's a thing. It's not a yeah, stretch. Man. No, it's not a stretch. That's, that's like Fantastic that's, Four. That's Kim Charles. Okay, you haven't read the book. <laughs> you don't know about the child molestation in the book, so just read the books, okay? Okay, anyways. Okay, that I want to get to the next okay. fucking scene. I don't even like, remember the next scene. All I remember is being I'm amazed. I'm just with child molestation. You were Arthur so Dane encompassed by Arthur the Dane in the Tower of Joy. Oh, it's just so good, But though. one thing, okay, so on the end of episode two, Jon Snow is leaving and he's like, Oh, my watch has ended. And he's literally leaving the gate. Episode and three. then the next... Right. Was it episode, I was episode three? Oh, he I was says, episode three. He fi- I love, actually love that. Like, he, sh- like, yeah, like two episodes it, he wasn't no, awake. End of episode three. Oh, yeah, end, yeah, episode three, he woke up. You're right. End of episode three, he's hanging four people. Two Night's Watchmen, we don't really know. Third one is Sir Alistair Thorne. And to his credit, Thorne was like, just... A fucking bad. He's an to asshole. The, he's a horrible person, but he's a bad. He's like, was look. Episode three. Yeah, not two. Yes, end of oh, three. At the end of two, he woke well, up. One and two yes, seemed the same because it was the same. Okay, thing. you're right. You're right, you're right. But at beginning of three, he goes. Torment goes. They think you're some kind of god. But it's I know like, you're not. Because you're little penis. I saw your pecker. No god would have a pecker that small. Which was my favorite line ever, dude. Every line Torment says is fucking amazing. Torment can be Yeah, foreshadowing. Gotta say the way he looks at Brienne. The way he looks at Brienne. His introduction was a fucking. We can't get into that. We can't get into that. It's too long. Stop it, Chris. This whole episode is gonna be got. No, no, no. Just so people know, the mics have been off. We talked for about forty minutes. It's funny because it's true. There's an hour of the Let's talk about this podcast. We can hang That's out all day. We're going to upload a 16-hour episode of us. <laughs> Chris is going to get down to a 260 KB or KB. Gonna lose our voices and shit. <laughs> I don't know what it is. Megabytes. He's going to make it a small file, but we're going to talk 16 hours. Solid. We're going to make the hardcore history of Game of Thrones. <laughs> we should. We could. We yell it good. That no, could be a thing. It'll just be Chris and I talking about it like, uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. uh-huh. Okay. Oh, anyway. really? That happened? Okay. Uh-huh. But at the end of episode three, it really pissed me off because in episode four, all of a sudden there no, uh, 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 episode 3 we see him hanging a boner he right goes now. to Allison Thorne Allison Thorne he basically says he's like look I thought you were doing the wrong thing I fought I lost but now I rest you you'll be fighting their battles the rest of your life it's one last little jab and it affects John in every very next episode and that's kind of the reason why he's saying I don't want to fight anymore because he's a little he, bitch it's I like thought he was supposed no. to be reborn no, no, oh no. have you ever died before <laughs> have you ever been stabbed oh, by negative. Best boys? negative negative you ever been stabbed <laughs> you ever been stabbed at the wall Chris huh <laughs> You ever had to hand your coat over to anybody, huh? You ever had to hang four men and a child, three men and a child? That's what right. That little motherfucker stabbed me. You're getting hurt. Like, that's what's so great is like when uh, 
like what's funny like that was one of the best scenes like i got so excited when like uh in the in episode four you see him he's leaving and ed who's his last friend at the wall feels betrayed he's like you're leaving us you're leaving me I fought with you at hard home. The most craziest fucking scene we've seen in the show. So I, I was with there. You, like during the No matter what happened, I always had your back and you're leaving me. And John, which is kind of which makes you feel bad for Ned. It's like, can you take Ed with you? Can you like, <laughs> fuck the nice no, with you? No, yeah, because Ed can't break his fucking oath. He can't. And he's oh, just kill him real fast and bring him. He's, a- he's acting. <laughs> Lord. The red woman. We'll do this. <laughs> he's uh, acting Lord Commander too, so he has to stay. And John's like, and and like he's holding Longclaw, and John basically says like. Look, I have to go. They fucking killed me. Like, how can I stay here after that? How can you ask me to stay here for that? And before Ed can retort, fucking Sansa and Brienne come in. Yeah, and I did not. I thought they were going to miss they, each other. They, yeah, they were supposed to miss each other because how episode story, three ends. nothing good ever happens. <laughs> hey, that was a tearjerker for but me. But no, how episode, episode three is. Like, oh, do you know what's happening? That's their brother and sister. That's brother and sister. They haven't seen each other in like 30 years. Yeah, okay? I was watching it with Susie there and I got excited. I was like slapping her in the face. Like, <laughs> you see what's going on? Dude, I was so pumped at that. Once they came... Dude, everyone's looking. I'm like, whoa, women at the wall. Women at the wall. Women at the wall. Rape, rape, rape. Can we say like an amazing part is when when Brian is leading them into the wall and Tormont love at first sight. Oh. (laughs) Ah. Did we bring up the fact that um, Ramsey has Rickon? Did we? Is that was that established in episode three? End of three. End of three. Well, by the way, we skipped. We skipped episode three. We're going episode. There's so much information that we. We've been skipping over, but the most important thing is the fact that Tormont fell in love with Brienne because no, she most, looks like a bear, and he one loves of the to fuck bears. One most important things is that Ramsey has Rickon. That's like a huge fucking plot. Hole but what I was saying is like Sansa hole. and Jon reunite, and they never actually had a scene together in the history of the show. They never had a no, scene he together. Was closer with Arya, and like she was always well, a bitch. The she was that, and they skip over. The, they told each other their stories. Dude, no hug. And, I want to say they see each other. They he walks down. They fucking get like. Five feet away from each other, and it stops for like three beats. That's and they what, run up yeah. and fucking hug it, and it's such an emotional moment for me. It I was, was like, it was incredible. The best because like I want I the like, Starks to win, okay? Yeah. That's my family. Yeah. They never win. <laughs> What's like, <laughs> like, like if, if never forget? Like, yeah. Listen, listen. If he would have reunited with Arya, that's one thing because they were always really close. That would have like, of course they're gonna reunite, right. but they're it was close. But but Sansa and John were the farthest apart of the family. Yeah. They didn't. They did not get along ever. And the fact that they just seeing, you're my blood. You're my family. The fact that that alone I lost made everybody. them fucking just. It was Dude. so emotional, so important. And when she's like, "We need to go home," and we need to fight, and he didn't want to, and he's like, "I've killed men of the Night's Watch. I've killed wildlings. I've killed men I admire. I killed a boy younger than Bran." And he's just so sick of fighting. He's so sick and of war. And he wasn't going to fight. He wasn't going to do it. He lost all of his life in until war. He lost what? everything. Oh, By the little bastard that he what? hung, little fucker. Until <laughs> what? How dare you kill a woman with red hair? Until Ramsey had to send one of the most... Joker. Like, like, drop. It was, like, it was so Joker-esque of him to be like, I've got your brother. Come see. Bitch. I want your sister back. Come see. Yeah. I will skin you all alive. Rape your Come sister. see. Like, that's so creepy and all. you know how I got your brother? <laughs> I'm pretty sure that was in the envelope. Oh, fuck. I, will, I just want Mark Hamill to read Ramsey's lines so fucking bad. Oh, my God. It'd be amazing. Uh, An animated series of God would be amazing. 
Oh, look, they could do anything. It'd be fucking tight. Anything. And you know what? It might happen. Yeah, so many giants. It might happen with the folklore <laughs> and everything once well, HBO is done with the series. Yeah, okay, yeah. so anyways. They can only have, have the budget for one giant. Oh, you guys suck at recaps. At the end of episode <laughs> three, Jon Snow walks out. It's established that Ramsey has Rick on, and then boom, episode four starts out with Sansa and John pretty much in the same room, and then everything that we just discussed, they embrace each other and all that. But at the end of episode three, John's literally leaving the wall, and then at the beginning of episode four, he's in a room. That shit's fucking stupid. No, nope, no, nope, 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 nope. At the end of episode three, he's not leaving the wall. He's leaving the courtyard. Because he's in his night. He's literally, the doors are behind nope. him. The that's doors not, are behind That's not the gates to the Castle Black. Yeah, right. That's the courtyard. He's leaving the courtyard. Oh, he's my still, God. He's, right. he's, Chris, are you going to listen or are you going <laughs> to? It's so implied. No, it's no, no. It's so no. implied that he is leaving the wall. Yeah, he's called filmmaking Chris Trying. Like, there's doors behind him. He's <laughs> leaving. <laughs> and then we open up and he's not no, leaving. Chris, have you ever all of a sudden? Right when I'm walking out, you show up. I'm sorry, have you ever heard no, cinematography, no, no, no. Chris? Get the fuck out of what here. What you get I'm, is him handing over his coat after he hung up, meaning I'm done with my watch. He leaves I'm an gonna archway. Go I'm going to go pack my bags, homeboy. It's a castle. There's lots of archways. And then it's, in the next episode, it's him packing up. Yeah, because he was packing my bags. I can't just go in this. Oh, because it was implied that he was already leaving. I was, I was stabbing this. Where's my wolf? I need to get my shit Whatever. and go. Whatever. Okay, so. Apparently, I'm wrong. It was just yeah. an archway yeah. in the castle. No. Yeah. Whatever. Castles have archways, dude. Whatever. Okay. So, anyways. So, anyways. But what happened at the end of episode four, or even in the middle? So we've established. That... Okay. So I'm gonna act real quick. So we've okay. established the fact. Okay. So Brienne is with Sansa at the wall with John. John is no longer in the Night's Watch. John is ready to attack Ramsay. We're gonna get Bastard Bull. John versus Ramsay. Ramsay has five thousand men. John has an army of wildlings, but there's only 2,000 of them left. He's incredibly outnumbered. He's probably not going to win. But what we also saw was Peter Baelish show up right. in the Vale and show how he's one favor over Robin, Lord of the Vale, and his greatest house, Aaron's greatest ally is House Royce. And you see Lord Royce there, and he gets punked by Baelish. And Baelish shows him, like, look, I got complete pull of this little fucking piece of shit kid who's been breastfeeding until the age of 12. What a gangster. And <laughs> everything is mine now. I control everything. And we want to send the veil. And here's what's a brilliant thing is, as we know, Peter has been orchestrating this entire thing. He's the one that got Lysa to poison John Aaron in the first episode. That's what we find. That's what happened. That's what sets everything into motion. Peter sets everything into motion. He's the one that's made Lysa send the letter to her sister Catelyn about don't trust the Lannisters. He's been behind the scenes of everything, behind the assassination of Joffrey. He got Sansa out of there. He's been behind every single huge event. He's been or helping to or – he's been like – not everything's completely planned out well. Something a battle happened and he'll have to adjust, but he's been planning so well. And now – He's been keeping, we find out he's been keeping the veil out of the fray, out of the war on purpose. So now while everyone else's resources are depleted, everyone else has very few men, he's sitting there in the veil and they have an entire army that hasn't been used. Okay. The kingdom of the veil isn't very big and it's not super habitable. They don't it's have a huge big. army. But you can estimate they have, they have to have 
at least 5,000 people. Yeah. Dude, at least 5,000 soldiers. Who haven't fought and are untouched and don't, they're not weakened. They're, yeah, they, they're probably pretty fucking healthy. That's they what I'm saying. Because even when the Germans were like, the Americans shut up and they have their brand new shit. This is all fucking beautiful. <laughs> like, everyone's <laughs> healthy. <laughs> like, same thing. Uh, like, you have like the Lannisters. They had like 30,000 men to start with. The Starks had around, uh, with all their bannermen, they had about 20,000 men damn, to start that's with. Crazy. Um, the Reach had like another 40,000 or 50,000 men to start with. Because it's mostly mountains, you don't have like a huge expanse of land to grow. But like the north is the largest kingdom, but since it's mostly like inhabitable, you could say that House Aaron should have 10,000 fresh men. To be safe, we'll say 5,000. 5,000 fresh men. 5,000 <laughs> added to the 2,000 wildlings. Well, some of them are fucking giants. I mean, come on. Like I, we, I could imagine them sweeping up north and cleaning the fucking place out. Yeah. All right. Enough of that. And plus, with with the whole Stark thing, because Starks are respected like a motherfucker in the North. They're no loved. Matter, no matter not how just much respect. Bruce the Bolton, they know Damn, Bruce Bolton is the Australia. Joker. That's the land of Ib. <laughs> They're basically Eskimos. <laughs> yo, yo, Andy, who's in Australia in the Game of Thrones? <laughs> That's basically. Sorry, I'm looking, basically at, I'm looking at this map. They're whalers and fishers. Tell oh, me they fucking ride kangaroos, bro. <laughs> they have bringing kangaroos with them. <laughs> right. Six okay. kangaroos will take out a giant. <laughs> No, no, they won't. All right, so that's what's going on. No kangaroos here. And uh, Lester. Also, Cersei is completely lost control. She's insane. She that won't... bitch is going crazy. Oh, She's, oh, She's insane. Uh, you kept... you <laughs> and then you the see... last two letters, and it was beautiful. She's you insane. see Marjorie oh. try to consult her brother. Yeah. Marjorie, that was amazing. As you, that's once again, you see uh, the sister being the strong one, and the brother wanting to break down and give up. Strong Loris women figures wants to get a march. You yeah. can't. Feminism. Boom. Game of Thrones. <laughs> you're giving like you're giving them what that's they right. want. You Play have to fam. be strong <laughs> to her brother. And uh, you see, like, Cersei plotting, like, basically making, mending a bridge with Olana Tyrell, the Queen of Thorns, and her, who is now uh, the Hand of the King, Kevin Lannister. Yeah, whatever, his blah, father's blah. brother, her uncle, whatever the fuck. They're like, we need to kill the faith militant. I fucked your so son, we're gonna okay? Get, <laughs> we're going to get a fucking religious war in the middle of King's Landing. So King Landing is going to go fucking chaotic and go to Civil shit. Civil war is what they believe is going to They call it. Yeah, Which I want to point out real quick that the High Sparrow, when he's telling his story about orgies to Marjorie, he was enjoying that story <laughs> way too fucking much. Yeah, because he jacked it in the he's show. He's like, yeah, so. Did you not I see his hand went? I could smell all the, all the feet and all the. Clothing and sidebar. Is it just me or did the he's staring off into the distance, smirking about his orgies? That's fucking creepy. This guy has something up his sleeve. He's not gonna get caught on guard. I think at the end of this season, Jamie's gonna die. Uh, Gregor might die. Oh, Lana's gonna die. Kevin's gonna die. I think there's gonna be a lot of Lannister fucking deaths. Men are gonna die because all men must die. Everybody knows that all men must die. Tywin's brother, who's now hand of the king. We got Danny, who was taken to uh, Viastothrak, and she's taken in front of all the calls of all the Kalazars. So there's, I think there's like five of them. Who no, all there's have, more, I think no, there's, there's like twenty. Yeah, there's a bunch of them. Are you talking about like when they're in the actual tomb or whatever? I think there's like twelve. There was a lot. There was, there was like in, the actual, yes, like in, in the, the actual yes, like in the actual room with the actual with the Dash Colleen. Yeah, it yes. looked like there was only five guys. Oh no, there was a lot. They're, maybe like they're just really more. big, so I think of them as being three each. I felt like there was more too. Whatever, I do too. But anyways, anyways. Well, let's just say that who showed up first to come to her aid. I want to point out. Oh yeah, huh? I want to point out like they're really hammering home. That Jorah Mormont is an old man. 
Like, we just saw him kick how many asses in the fighting pits? And yet oh, now yeah, huh. he can't climb a mountain. We got Dardo saying, you can't ride the dragon. She's wild. <laughs> <laughs> you're, a, you're a fucking douche. Don't call her the Super dragon. Everyone that's don't act character. like you're a badass because you fucked a chick. Three, like, both He's, actors who play that character. It's a high mountain. We're at 60 minutes with Game of Thrones now. Wrap it up. Sorry, sorry. Wrap it up. Okay, so anyways, at the very end of the fucking episode, episode fucking four, after all this nonsense has happened, you finally see Danny again. And the dudes are going to save her. Okay? They're finding her. They're going so to find her. So they have to sneak into the city. Well, there's no weapons allowed in the city. So essentially, the old man. He pretended to fuck. He, oh, he, they're supposed to take all their weapons the away. The old bear. Well, Carry their weapons. The other he, dude doesn't, okay? He has a little stealth fucking knife or whatever. So they go into town. Lady knife. I love this knife. They're trying to be all covert. They're knife. trying to be spies. Well, they get caught, and they're like, oh, we're traders. We're traders, we're traders. And the dude's like, you no, ain't no fucking we're, trader. We're merchants. Merchants, sorry. Tra- I, I, I am a you are a trader. Jonah speaks fucking flawless Dothraki. Yeah, that, that's Way what better than away. Danny. Oh, yeah, yeah where did that come from? Away. First off, holy He's Jonah the Explorer, though. <laughs> okay, so anyways, uh, Danny burns everybody, and everything which, falls down. Which was amazing. No, 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 it's really all you gotta say. There's no more I need to say. But it was amazing, because, like, you see her grab, like, here's, like, this these fire pits, these four fire pits. She grabs one. And, like, right away, you, I, I don't know about you guys, but I physically, like, flinch because I know it's like like grabbing a hot right. pan on the that stove. Fucking hurts. It's like, I, I, I already looked away because I'm like, I get this every fucking day. Dude. Yeah, me too. Whenever I'm fucking welding or something, then I'll accidentally be like, yeah, we're both. Oh, like, you fucking mind goes off on a fucking podcast. <laughs> and and uh, Carl Morrow, who seems to be the most powerful call at the time, everyone else around him is shocked, but it focuses on him. The camera focuses on Morrow, and he's like, Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> and then she fucking dumps it. And what I really think, like, it seems like there was a lot of oil in those lanterns, which is why it spread so yeah, fastly, yeah, the yeah. fire. What's so beautiful is you have all of the Kalazars. Yeah, like the, the head of dudes. The all of them. No, not, not just the calls, but the Kalazars. So all their screamers, all their slaves, all their women, all their old, all their children. That's what Jorah says. There's a hundred thousand of them down there. Not a hundred thousand fucking fighters, because like that's a, that's that's a, that's a, that's, that's a thing. That's a thing. You, that's a thing you have to recognize. People will say of the Dothraki. People will say there's a hundred thousand of them, but that doesn't mean that many fighters. There's probably fifty thousand Dothraki screamers, and then only like a few Dothraki blood riders who are super badass, like unbe- like next level badass. So basically, if you're a call, you can have like, uh, like. One of the first legendary uh, calls who actually fought the un- the reason why the Unsullied are famous is because of this battle they fought against Carl a uh, Carl Timo and he had twenty thousand uh, screamers. But if you no matter how big how many huge of an army you have, you're only gonna have like three or four actual blood riders who mm. if you die they'll kill themselves. And then you have like all these fucking and there's the thing is. They all see the most sacred ha- like this is Vias Dothrak. It's the only sacred place for the Dothraki, and the most sacred building in Vias Dothrak goes up in flames. And like, oh my god, everyone's dead, and everyone's like, like, what the fuck is going on? And then out of it, this one person walks out unscathed, unburnt. Her hair's intact. Their prophecy was the the stallion that mounts the world. They thought it was gonna be a man, and yet it's this girl. And all like they value like that. It's a meritocracy of. The strongest rules. That's how they decide who the call is. Not the best leader, not the smartest, the, the best warrior. So not even 
Male, female, he, she, they, non-binary, It's mostly males, because, like, it's a sexist society, but it's still, like, whoever the strongest male, whoever the best... You guys don't know what non-binary is yet? The uh, best male fighter that. rules the Kalazar, and he becomes the Carl, then he can marry Avakal, blah, blah. And here we have someone who killed all the best Dothraki fighters. She called her shot like Babe Ruth... Set yeah, the yeah. place on fire, walked out, and, walked everyone, out, and bowed. everyone bowed. Everyone bowed. <laughs> Anyways, that's Game of Thrones. Uh, it's convoluted. I got a little angry it's and all that good stuff. So now we're going to go on to the issue no, that you want to talk no, about. No, we're going to do Dating Corner. Ooh. Ah. Mmm. Jon Snow's alive. Danny, maybe going Hack. to Danny Corner. And we uh, finally got to see Danny's boobs again. The whole, oh, no nudity clause. Uh, Game of Thrones talk is over. Oh, sorry. No, but let's say Amelia Clark said, I will not I will not show my boobs I'm again. I'm not going to show my boobs again. I'm not going to show my boobs Unless it involves the Her plot. boobs aren't, uh, Melisandre's boobs are way better. Oh, Melisandre's no, boobs are also leaps and bounds better. But let's just look. Masande and Mel. Through but the it's just like the whole thing. Like, Ross, don't dragon. make me bring up Ross's You dude. guys have to calm down because the evolution of boobs have gotten better throughout time. They are back in the back in the days. So Danny's back in the day and the other three characters I mentioned aren't also well, Marjorie. Well, it's because okay, the, 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 well, the red witch, her, her tits literally don't like, hey, they, if they you're should... blessed by God in the show, Adney, you're blessed by God. Yeah, exactly. Right? There you go. Like, Melisandre's tits should never be Which God, Stevie? Melisandre's real Which tits... Which God? Melisandre's real tits are wrinkled and old, Adney. <laughs> but the God blessed her in a way which is perfect breasts. You obviously don't watch a show like I do, Adney. <laughs> <laughs> okay, normal. yeah, so how's your dating life? Actually, Stevie, you should lead us off because you got some good information or, or, or an exciting announcement. Okay, really I depressing. finally asked out Chris Smith and he said yes. Um, so now the podcast is a couple. There's three of us. Um, <laughs> listeners of the podcast, you know now for what has it been? <sighs> Fucking, well, we've been on, we've been weeks. on iTunes for what, 17 weeks now, I believe. Right she's been around right at the beginning? Beginning of January. The first, first recording, right? The first recording, I said, I'm, I got in a car accident. I first was recording. Some oh, yeah. fucking bitch. Oh, yeah. Dak I'm was there. on a date. I was like, I'm going on a date with some chick after this. And this was was the, it really a date was or was chick. it a fucking hey it was we're gonna meet Quentin, up at your house it was and a Quentin I'm gonna Tarantino touch your butthole. Date. We have a Quentin Tarantino date. We watched Hateful Eight, which before we even watched Hateful Eight, I'm having a discussion with her and I mention I say something in comparison to a fan theory of fucking uh, Pulp Fiction. But she says the fan theory right off the bat. And that Adney even mentioned it on a podcast. Like, what the fuck? That's a fan theory. This bitch is in deep with, uh, with Quentin. She has a foot fetish. She has an issue. Um, but oh, it, she's got issues, all right. But it ain't with feet. It's been almost five months now. I like to uh, wait it out. We, we yes. like to, uh, yeah, she, like to she wait it out unless he's going to marry you. If he's not going to marry oh, you, no, he no. rushes right into it. I do not. <laughs> I waited three months before I even dated that fucking cunt. <laughs> hey, allegedly. 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 Allegedly she's, she's a, cunt. a cunt. Allegedly over three months. <laughs> and I'm cunt is a term of endearment. Oh. Yeah. So you don't English get the say it all the time. You fucking cunt. I called Bianca a cunt a bunch of times. That's because I care about her as a person. <laughs> <laughs> oh, how would I explain someone that I don't care about, Addy? A... Help me out here. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say tramp, but then Frank Sinatra came into my mind, and that there's a whole song that That's lady why. is a tramp, <laughs> and that actually makes a tramp she seem like a really go good person. Go. Oh. Hey, if Frankie's talking about you, it you must be a good person, okay? <laughs> but so that was who I was talking to. But um, you know, she gave the 25er. We, we foreshadowed that. 
with the belt on the neck. Which um, we talked about before as 25ers. The only reason that you decided to fucking uh, cuff her up was because of the 25-pointers. Cuffed up. <laughs> cuffed up. Oh, yeah, she sucks it. a mean dick, Nothing, right? yeah, because nothing about her else is she fine. She sucks like, a mean yeah. dick, bro. <laughs> she not, loves the cock. Nothing else about her is Imagine good, how many cocks her were in that mouth before the one. I will agree with you that nothing else about her is a good person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's a shitty person. Like, I've seen her go to third world countries and murder children, but her mouth skills make up for that. They they, they, they outweigh the murderous. She's so horrible that, like, she went to a Trump rally. She has been here since, I think, the second episode. She's she's an OG. She hasn't been on the podcast, but she's been in the background of the podcast skulking. Sometimes. Sometimes we ask her questions and then they hear her voice, but even it's though, not clear. Listen, even though none of us like her, we still <laughs> have to give her credit for being here. Uh, so I told Adney when because uh, we had a plan to go to Six Flags. Uh, we we haven't. Oh, gone thanks on... for the invite, Dick. Oh, okay, you no, fuck. Okay, you. Me? I wasn't invited. Okay. Oh, you weren't invited either. Imagine yes, well, that. See, no, just what a piece of shit. shit. And his romantic. Oh, oh really? really? No, it's just not. romantic. His idea that he was going to do? You. No, that's what I'm saying. I was going to invite His idea is going to do? Hey, he stole from me. No, I didn't know I stole from Andy. Okay. You didn't know? Oh, so it's it's oh. Amy Schumer. Parallel thinking. Oh. Parallel thinking. No. Parallel no. thinking. No, he just listened. He knew the story. He I knew didn't, the story. I didn't know the story. And he forgot it. <laughs> but it was sucked up into his brain like a rocket ship. <laughs> I Dan coach Abby. He's he's okay. What happened? Calm down. Calm down. What happened? I didn't remember. What happened? Tell me what happened. Abby comes into the room. I was gonna. I I said, let's go to Six Flags. To Dakota. Ginger. Yes. Okay. And then you guys. Where are you? Can you give me the setting? Like Jesus Christ. Uh, we we planned a date, but instead we decided to do our own thing without money, and we went our own fucking. Date. She we got went. upset and gave you a fucking seven pointer. <laughs> oh yeah. Does she, she ever punish you by giving you f- like no, non twenty fivers? No, answer she, the question. She's never given me a non twenty five. Are you kidding me? Never. I don't believe. I don't you. believe you either. The laziness doesn't. Well, she, you're telling me the improv. She's scoring a five every time. So she's doing different fucking crazy every fucking time. You guys have been fucking around Actually, for I don't, how long? I, I, I improv when you're judging improv it doesn't have to be different from the last one. Just different from a typical. So you're striving from zero when it comes to improv. You're striving from zero every fucking time. Because I mean, you come on, think about it. If you got if you're fucking with a girl for a fucking hundred years. Eventually, you're gonna run out of tricks. That's what I'm saying. So, so, so that doesn't improv, make her bad, but doesn't make improv her bad. is basically just you know doing Your something. Your skills flawed, Adney. We're writing it. Oh, we're gonna rewrite it. Shots fired. First off, nothing I do is flawed. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Oh my god. You right? The scale isn't flawed. The scale isn't flawed, though. I love how Chris has never... Chris has never, like, YouTube... Chris did an eagle scream. Chris, Chris has never... Chris <laughs> on YouTube. Peacock. What does a peacock sound like? Chris replaces Honor Adams, and peacock and... Rah, rah, he's just, uh, like, screaming. I did that for the comedic effect, obviously. Yeah. Oh, we know. We know. <laughs> so, she slept here. I made her breakfast. I woke her up with fucking... Fucking... Goddamn uh, biscuits and gravy, homemade gravy, motherfucker. Were but, they uh, homemade biscuits, though, bitch? <laughs> uh, holy shit! No, because first off, nobody, Chris, Chris, 
First off, no woman knows how to. No, you came in strong. Listen, you ready to put down anything? You coming in? You coming in with a fucking knife, ready to stab me when I'm going out? Oh, with a bitch! Like, like, homemade gravy, dude. That's a big deal, homemade gravy. Chris, and like, oh yeah, what the fuck? Chris, I feel like, I feel How like. How about the blueberries and the blueberry pancakes? Did, did you go from your garden? Did you grow those blueberries? I did not make homemade biscuits because no woman besides Adney is important enough to make homemade biscuits. I will make Adney homemade biscuits all day Bullshit. long. Bullshit. 25 years of being together? Homemade biscuits, Adney gets. This bitch has known me eight months. Never has. Nobody gets homemade. Twenty years of friendship gets homemade biscuits. You're never, almost never there. I'm almost. I'm coming. Never, never had homemade biscuits. I've never made any homemade biscuits. I'm foreshadowing in a couple years when I make him homemade biscuits. <laughs> no, I'm coming over for that. Okay, no, sorry. I didn't. I didn't make a homemade biscuits. No, but Adney, didn't you come to my restaurant a few times? Like, didn't you uh, come and do uh, the best meal you've ever had? Didn't you cry tears in my hand because you were so sad about the food that I made you? Oh, so good. <laughs> okay. Okay. Whatever. I did. Yeah, Chris, did you enjoy the meal that I made? Not no, only okay. did I enjoy it, but my aunt and my and your cousin. dad, your dad, and my dad. yeah, oh, my the best food I've ever had was from you. But the question was homemade biscuits. Homemade biscuits, player. I've you never right? had those. You right? So I brought him a steak. I, we were like, um, I woke up. We watched Game of Thrones together. Okay, catching up on all three episodes. Nerds. You guys are my boys. That's tight. I like it. Caught up on the three episodes. Then I wake her up after I had to get something. And I'm like, babe, we gonna go to Tahoe. Oh, I told her I was like, hey, babe, you got your. She was. I was like, what do you have with you? Do we need to go to your house? She goes, no, I got a shirt. I got. Man, I got my bathing suit. And I was like, bam, right there. We're going to Tahoe. I already knew, but I just I wanted to go to her house for a bathing suit. So I was like, sweet, you got your bathing suit. So we took off, drove to Tahoe. We get to the lake, and then we saw the word state line. She goes, babe, why don't we go to state line? It's, it's fun. We could just walk the. Uh, it's like the air where all the buildings, like downtown Reno, but everything's made out of like fucking, everything's made out of wood. It's beautiful. It's fucking amazing. So we parked the car. She changed out of her skimpy ass fucking no bathing suit, which she wasn't wearing. She's butt naked outside the house. She was the of Amelia Clark was. in tow. Mm-hmm. Um, she changed into her fucking shit. We go get some Jamba Juice. We go fucking on a little date. We walk around. We're looking at shops and all that shit. Then I took her into a little shop that she's eaten at before. She goes, this place has the best fresh She's eaten out before? She's eaten out. She's eating some things out. It was the best french fries? Oh, that actually has a little bit of deeper meaning then. I bring her in there. After we order, the guy tries to take my menu, and I fucking grab it out of his hand, like, like fighting. I'm like, this is mine. This is mine. And he goes, okay. Like, where do I open it up? Act like I'm looking through it. Act like I have a plan. I start talking to her, conversing back and forth. And he delivers my french fries, which I ordered, and then I put the thing up in front of us. She obviously knew something was going on, so I had to rush. She didn't know. She fucking knew. This oblivious ass bitch. (laughs) She knew. In a shut up, dad. She didn't know. She didn't know. She's not that bright, okay? She's, I'm, she has an extra chromosome, so I, that's why I decided to date her. Um, because Uh, it's easier to uh, date. It's easier to date. (laughs) Like Chris did. (laughs) (laughs) Funny. He's all, uh, but yes, I, I ended up putting the fucking fries down. I pulled up the fucking menu and I threw it at the Asian family next to me. And then I said, <laughs> and it said, be my GF question mark. And G- I accidentally, oh, he oh. couldn't be bothered to spell out girlfriend. Oh, okay, do you know how much French fries cost in a restaurant in in Tahoe? So Are cheap. you kidding me? Because you're like, yeah, because I have no money. I'm trying to ask someone out on a date. And his why was back. 
but I didn't mean to put my wife this backwards. This was backwards. Like my wife was backwards because I'm adorable, Adney. Okay. You are. Oh yeah, you did it intentionally. You no, must have known. That makes it worse, Chris. Now is that you purposely trying to be cute with a backwards Y, and I fucking hate. But he did it. He didn't. He did it. I spelled it. I have no respect for his relationship because it started off a backwards. I have no respect for the English language, Adney. So that's why I did it because. Fuck words. Fuck you guys. <laughs> this relationship will last four months. Oh, that why. Shots. Fire. This relationship will last as Predictions long as this fucking <laughs> Listen, hold on. <laughs> this relationship will last as long as those fucking fries lasted. And I threw those most of the fries in the trash. And you know those fries are getting taken to a dumpster yard. And dumpster yep. yards get buried. Everything gets buried. Everything gets buried. No. Everything gets buried. Those fries will last as long as the toys from Toy Story, which are just in. in no, I'm pretty it, sure it, fries are. I'm pretty sure fries are. They might deteriorate. But no, dude. Fine. Like. Dak is an angel, and you will fuck it up. I will fuck it up. I fuck up everything. <laughs> no woman is an angel. I'm over that whole entire thing. That oh. was a joke! Oh, okay. <laughs> I've established over the past hour and a half that I hate this human being with every ounce of my soul. And but you're going to come in, oh, now he's serious. I love that. I love that. I <laughs> hope that you die in a fucking fire. I love that Agni said. A chemical fire. Listen. Well, good thing I'm Khaleesi. Oh, chemical fire. Oh, oh, yeah. Fuck me. Yeah. I, I Watch out. I'm going to come out hulking it. Oh, boy. I love that Agni said, angels, you know, angels fucking aren't real. But then he goes and said, my soul. He says something that's just in the Bible. <laughs> Huh. That is a religious type I'm a complicated guy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm mysterious. Hashtag I work in mysterious ways. <laughs> oh, man. And what'd she say? He is right. Oh, she said no. Oh, okay. Well, okay, yeah. So let's move on. What the fuck is she here? Let's move on. Because she paid her, dude. I'm still trying to convince her. This broke ass finally got some money. Uh, offered she her was like, you Did have... she blush or anything? Or? No, she didn't blush. She said, once you have cash, we can do this. How's she going to blush? She's always red. Look at her fucking... <laughs> um, no. She's not even that, like... She, she's no. pretty pale, and it's like light red. It's like blonde red. But... The roots are really red. It's like yeah, she, she's it's not even like she looks so the fucking blonde, dude. You're not so even dating a ginger. Shit. You're dating she's a blonde. Not like you guys. Like, when you, when you <laughs> think of a ginger, oh, it's like I will take a picture of her fucking snatch. I will show you guys. It is red as fuck. Oh, dude, you down. It is. It is mermaid. I also want to see how it looks. If it's like super droopy. It, and her like, stupid face is blonde. It is, dude. It's lobster red. She's whenever I'll give you credit. She is pale as the moon. Listen. That's your shit. You love But she's not a redhead. Okay, listen. Her hair might I be... I see no freckles. <laughs> Name one freckle. I have... Well, she's got cakes on. Her fucking yeah. shoulders, everything, makeup, all cover up the freckles. So you're in blackface right now? Yeah. It, but it's whiteface. Yeah. You're fucking racist <laughs> no, and a liar. It's because... You're she... a liar about being a ginger and you're racist against <laughs> the white people? These two might... Favorite people are white and you're offending them. Wait, wait, wait. And I think to leave. Why was there like why was there like two beats before you said favorite? You like these are my f- favorite people. <laughs> He's like ah, if I, have I guess to, they're I in front guess. of me. They're in front of me, so I'm gonna lie. Why to them? Because I don't Because you're not my favorite. Because Alaria is my favorite. Obviously not. Game of Thrones characters are your favorite. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, oh yeah, military. Tell me my uh, lore. When was I born? Where, who's my mother? <laughs> Did you take that mother? shot? Cheers, Annie. No, wait. Tell you. Should we wait till the song? 
No, take it now. No, listen, we we have a salute. we have a new segment coming. Salute. Hold on. Cheers. Oh, I salute want to do a shot of the like, cheapest, no, no. grossest the cheapest, whiskey grossest ever. Thing ever. Before I even do it, cheers to Chris. Yeah, we're drinking a beer like a fucking woman. Cheers, like a man. God, this is gonna be fucking terrible. Yeah. It's a proper northern drink. Calm down, John fucking Snow. Nor- Mormon or whatever things. Oh my God! Giants it's bad. Man, I mean, I no, mean, it's bad. Like he doesn't even drink good whiskey. It's oh like God, it's one, the one whiskey. <laughs> the, this is the like you make it sound like that's all I drink. I know I did. This I did. So You're bad. right. No, You're Andy right. Knows how to drink. <laughs> if he didn't have fucking stones in the freezer to make his whiskey cold because he doesn't want to ice it down like a fucking asshole animal piece of shit. I, I commend keep, they. I keep rocks. I commend they. <laughs> Chris was nodding at me like, yeah, I get it, but I'm gonna make fun of you God, for anything damn. I can. So we had a new thing we wanted to come up with today. <laughs> not helping, Chris. Not helping. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. You fucked up. I didn't fuck up. Come on, you can't. Okay. You done done it. Uh, you didn't stumble over all those words just I now? I said all the words properly. Okay. But then you heard me because you're drunk. You heard me as a drunk person. <laughs> <laughs> I said, I want to do it with you. You fucking goddamn it. You pulled. You I, thought, I really thought you were going to call him a coward just no, now. No. I don't know why. I can't explain it. But I, I can feel so you. drunk. You. I didn't know. I I I you no. fucking coward. I, no, listen. Chris pulled a Snoopy moment. I said proper words and all Chris was. Wah, 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 oh, wah. right. Can we go get some spicy chicken sandwiches? Jeez, I want some chicken what? sandwiches. Hell bad. Anyways. Let's hurry this up so I can go do that. We hungry. <laughs> I had an issue, okay? I feel like uh, we should do something different. We should just try to do a segment. And um, Chris gets so high sometimes, it's beautiful. Like, we <laughs> Come on, man. No, it's not bad. You do, you it's fucking good. low life. Oh, oh no. Oh. Do you want to get started in discussion? You know I'm kidding. Because that's how we'll you get know started I don't believe that. Discussion. You know I don't believe that, so shut up. We asked, I asked Chris. Okay, I said, Chris. We should, uh, and Andy, we should come up with a new segment. Something fun. Something to, uh... Don't do the regular tune, though. That is a regular tune. It's not the regular tune. It was tune close. It was like this a This is a regular tune. No, come on! I want to get this McDonald's. Get on with it! Oh, oh. Are you interrupting me? <laughs> yeah, I'm the one that needs to Give me that go. fucking guitar. <laughs> You're not even tired. I'll play us out. Okay, or so in to the next I segment. I issue, okay? We're not done yet. This is a normal segment. <laughs> We've been here for eight That's hours. Normal. Listen, um... We want to discuss something. We want to try something new today. Stevie won't let us leave. <laughs> Everyone's forced here, like Silence of the Lambs, which I foreshadowed months ago. <laughs> That's a good foreshadow. You yeah. forced a reference to foreshadowing. And the gun is like, shot. You forced a reference so hard to make it seem like you were foreshadowing, but that doesn't fit. Nothing fits, so you're, all your bullshit's shattered. You're, okay, whatever. Your reality is an illusion. Keanu. So what we wanted to do was... um. We had uh, fireside questions with Chris Smith. So um, Chris wanted to uh, start us off. Uh, Chris, let's go to your uh, your first question. Huh? The biggest premise of this segment is the fact that we've done no research. There's we no haven't, texting no, before. We haven't thought of any of these questions in our serious, <laughs> serious way. So it. it's kind of like rapid fire, but it's not rapid fire we, because we, I'm not asking them questions. We, we were going to say rapid fire, time but out, we changed time out. it. Like we, we've purposely waited until the end of the podcast 
because we knew we were going to be drunk by now. Adding maybe take a shot, obviously. We want to so be drunk to do this. We are because drunk. Because some we of the are questions are now. super absurd. So these questions, they're just fucking out of uh, left field. Um, this is the Donald Trump of his normal questions that he gets. No, yeah. don't even make that comparison because we're not dumb about it. Man, like, man. We're I'm not dumb. I'm it's dumb fucked up because I got we Donald We are dumb about here. it, but we're not that just annoying about it. I got Donald in here. We do not have fake hair about it. Um, <laughs> I know Mothman. I'm the great with Mothman. <laughs> Moth, come on! <laughs> don't spoil it. I remember, okay. like, I remember always like hating Megyn Kelly, but also being attracted to her. And then she gave that problem. motherfucker the business twice, and I was like... Well, now I actually kind of want to date her. And now she can get it. Now Megan Kelly can get it. Megan Kelly can get all the business that I can put out, which isn't you, much. This is, I think it's not is, much. I can't give out much business, but there's some. There's some business I can give. <laughs> I'm not that good. I think this is the second rant that you've gone on with uh, Megan Kelly. You really are starting to dig, like, I am. it's a thing in your brain now. I bet when you and I Susie want. are banging and, like, you close your eyes, you're thinking of Megan Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah, well, nah. I, I would say no too. When I'm begging, right behind when you. I'm begging Susie, <laughs> I'm thinking of Melisandre. That's what I'm thinking. Ooh, of. Melisandre. Like yeah. old, old Melisandre without the necklace and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Her her hair just needs to be a little bit redder. Cause I'm, a, cause I'm, I'm not gonna even. I'm really, continue. cause I'm really <laughs> fucked up. Anyways. Moving on. What's I the, bet what's her first is just as great, though. You don't need to worry about it. Sorry, I'm fucking up. I'm, I'm talking shit. Okay, so first question. This, these aren't questions or... Like, They're so thoughts that we're going to okay, contemplate. Thought. It's, thought. It's, it's like random thoughts. Deep thoughts with Christmas. Okay, deep, deep, deep thoughts. thoughts. We're going to get Christmas. in deep. But the first one isn't even from me. It's from the one and only Bonnie. And I got to ask it because she's fucking been asking for a minute. Fuck Bonnie. So do bitches really scissor? Whoa, yes, they do, of course. They like, do. that's the thing. Like, they're yeah. just, like, rubbing their vaginas together. Get I them. know. Yes. I know, girls, like, like, not a dildo in there or anything. No, it's just, like, them just, no, like, they... gyrating on themselves. Yes, it's a real thing. That's a thing. Yeah. Hold on, there's two ladies in the room. Is scissor in a thing? No, it's really not. See, yes, she is. doesn't think I'm so. I'm a straight man. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty good. Coming from a straight man. Your best friend is a, your, is a gay girl well, who's only what? been gay for, like, three months. Time out, time out, time out. I listen, bitches, okay. girls that have shut up. Rub vaginas. Listen to the doctor. What I can see the scissor scissoring. What I from what I can tell is right, that scissoring you experience. Right? Not personal, right. not at all. <laughs> I've I have my oversized clit, which is a small penis. But what if you want plenty? Listen, of Listen, shut the fuck up. Technically, I am the scissor guy, the scissor king. It's pretty true. <laughs> pretty true, Eddie. Scissoring. Because it is at technically it's rubbing against the clit, it's rubbing against the vagina. It can feel good, but at the end of the day, it's mostly a tease. At the end of the day, you're like, you know what? You need to stick your tongue in there, bitch. Or or they finger each other it's, as it's, they're scissoring. So yes, it's still on a it's still a. But it's not. It's like okay, you're in I the position. You're in the position, but you need something else there to what really if, okay, okay, to really it. exercise the clit. To really hold exercise on, hold exercise on, hold on. the hold demons. On. <laughs> hold on, I got a question. What if there's a vibrator right in between them and they're still scissoring? Then your money, dude. But that's still scissoring, is it? It is it's still scissoring in a sense. That's with, a, with an asterisk. With an asterisk. <laughs> oh, it's like a. Uh, with all of Sammy Sosa's records, there's an I, asterisk. So just straight up scissoring, no. no toys, no nothing, just like straight up scissoring. I don't know any. But girl, is it a thing? Not like, that. I don't like. 
I'm not going to say like 100%, but all the girls that I've known who have tried it have said at first it feels good, but it just doesn't get the job complete. That, so that's she what has I've to, gotten too. So that's what I've gotten too from you my you girlfriend. Like you, don't need, you don't need to have a dick, but you do need the other girl to actually pay attention to your vagina and do all the actual you know, little activities mm-hmm. and to get you off. But just rubbing your vagina against hers doesn't get it all the way. But Stevie says like, different. Just like if you're two, if you're two gay dudes, you can't just rub your dicks against each other. Hey, Jan, Dude, uh, there has to be. I don't know. Maybe. Okay. Next question. Nope. Nope. Continue. No. Next question. What's a weird fetish that you guys have heard of that was really unusual to you? The one that I found was a girl being turned on by like coffee being ground up, like in a machine. Okay. <laughs> I love coffee. Like, okay. I love it, coffee. Okay, time out. It is a very nice sound. Like yeah, because it means I will be awake in a few. I'll, seconds. I can go to. I can go to bed to that. I love it. It's like, nice and soothing. Moving on because that's not weird because Adam and I love the sound of ground. Coffee it's not weird at all. That's a dumb one. Yeah, that's a dumb one. I so love Chris, coffee ground. Chris, you're a fucking moron. No, you you wait, wait, You're telling me you don't come to the sound of coffee grounds. No. Uh, <laughs> all I'm saying is I'm asking you, wait. Do you not understand like how normal functioning biology works? Like we orgasm in our genes from normal coffee grounds. That makes sense. Yeah. Whoa, 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 okay, whoa. Stevie, what's yours? Uh, amidophilia, the sound of somebody vomiting, that turns on most people. Oh, yeah. Most people, not me, of course. You, you. Um, amidophilia <laughs> is the sound. Sound no, someone no. Amidophilia is the arousal being vomited on. It's my favorite. It's my favorite obsession. It's the the sound. If you're gonna mention sound, it's Gross. like it's just that that. It's not only it's it's many senses, of course. You're watching someone. You know, you're watching. Someone okay, the weirdest the weirdest turn on that I know of is Hitler's turn on, which is poop, being pooped on. <laughs> That's the weirdest yeah, thing for me. It. He did love it. But so, you, you next like question. Why you got to Himmel likes to rap. We can do five minutes. And there's plenty of other people that love poop. Listen, next. These segments can They don't have to be rap. They can be a couple talks. I know, talk. but like that was. I, I don't want I dropped the mic. He was trying to drop the mic. You want to keep going on it. You're right. Let's go. Okay. Hitler. That okay. was the end. <laughs> do, do worse than that. How do you follow Hitler, dude? Yeah, you're trying to follow oh, Hitler. Follow Burr did it. Burr did it in his own fucking segment. That's a Bill Burr. magician. That's Bill Burr. He's a fucking Bill Burr is one of the greatest comedic minds ever. Next. When do gay dudes cuddle? Before or after poop dick? Both. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> next. That's next question, Chris. Not important. Already answered. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, move on. That was next question. Number three. Number four. Okay. Number four. Okay, shut up. Calm down. Okay, you got one. You got one. Shut Calm up. down. That was good, though. <laughs> that good. was extraordinarily <laughs> accurate. Okay. Okay, okay. Is Nickelback vegan? Nope. <laughs> you don't think so? Nickelback? Next question. I th- no, go. No, wait, calm down there, boss. Not vegan. They're Canadian. Move on. <laughs> that flag is a fucking leaf. Question number six. Move on. I feel like Nickelback. Well, people love Nickelback. Okay? I feel yeah, like just because we don't love Nickelback doesn't mean that that's not a thing. Nickelback is the fucking gluten of music industry. It's like, <laughs> oh, I love Nickelback. So yeah, hipsters. I'm going to have to tell the kitchen that you love Nickelback. <laughs> and they're all going to be pissed. 
I guess we'll feed you, and then we'll get you out of here. Next question, number you seven. You need to stop doing that. <laughs> the, the last time was perfect for it. But <laughs> yeah, like, exactly. This time it's forced. <laughs> yes, yeah, stop doing that. Okay. You're Anyways. forcing Nickelback's the mic to be dropped. Music is forced, Adding. Why can animals fuck humans, but humans can't fuck animals? Because you're weird, Chris. <laughs> well, that just depends on who you tell. Like, <laughs> it depends on who knows about your situation. Because you can get fucked by animals, you can fuck animals all day, but if you want to spread the word, then of course you're going to get in trouble. Like that's Hashtag Mr. Hands. Mr. Hands, all he wanted he, to do was get fucked by a horse. That's but obviously all. he got posted on the internet and then he died, not because of the horse, but because of the internet. The internet Yo, killed he him. didn't even die, so I actually looked into this. So Mr. Hands is a guy that got fucked by a horse. A big old horse cock. Um, there's three dudes. There's the cameraman, and then there's the guy that has to handle the horse's cock, and then there's the guy that's getting fucked. Because that's a real question. It's like, okay, this horse is going to fuck you, and it's like, I'm going to pay All you so much money, is- and it's like, okay, who gets to watch, who gets to know, that's the real question. As the cameraman, you're paying me. Rosa, if I have to hold the, a horse cock, you're paying me even more. I will quote Like, Joel, money had to be involved. I will quote Joe LaRosa when I say, I will suck dick for life-changing money. But a horse de- dick? It all depends on who knows about it. No, oh, I will suck a horse dick. You ain't sucking no horse dick. No, I a horse dick a- will literally blow the back of your I head will out. Suck what you have to realize is you're not just having the horse stand still. The horse is a thousand pounds of pure fucking muscle and strength. Muscle, Who's gonna bro. shove that thing into your esophagus? Right. And it starts stroking once it and obliterate your life. <laughs> listen, <laughs> with <laughs> its dick, do you know how much power that takes? Yeah. To obliterate a life no, with you your guys dick. are wrong. Listen, a horse, just like most fucking animals, get Oh, we're wrong? Because yes. you know I know horse dicks, Abby. Okay, listen. <laughs> I know horse dicks, Horses, just like animals, get jacked off. They fucking come all that bullshit. Cool, yes. They have the ejaculation moments, okay? The real question is, would, okay, if you were put up for money of... Which dick would you suck? A human dick for so much money or a horse dick? I would choose a human horse dick. dick. What? No, because of the fact that... Do you, you want to die? Listen... No, you're not going to die if the horse is normally used to getting fucking ejaculated every day. Because guess what? The horse can't fucking talk. A dude will tell everybody, this guy sucked my dick. A horse doesn't say shit. Yeah. I can get a bunch you're of money. You're not going to live. A bunch of money. Who says? Who says? Have you ever sucked a horse dick, Chris? Negative. No, you haven't. So you have no idea if he's going to shove it in your throat. You've seen a video of him getting shoved into a fucking guy's asshole. Yes, when he fills the asshole, when he fills that G-spot, oh, he pushes. But when he's getting his dick sucked, he leans back. He leans at back. He Stevie lays would be the worst the strategic military mind ever. Because he always looks at the wrong problem. <laughs> the horse. He never looks at the actual, what is the worst actual scenario and that is that your jaw gets blown off by a giant horse no, dick the way- and if it you- doesn't blow your head off by just Listen. the thrust your head's gonna get blown off when he I'm fucking sorry. comes it's, the- it's gonna it, go no. Like a fucking missile through your fucking brain is not Listen, no if it comes down to it okay if the money's if the money is the same i will always lean towards my own reputation the horse will not tell any other horses that I sucked his Because the off. horse isn't going to have to tell anybody because you're dead. You're dead. If I'm saying you're the, dead. If I'm saying the situation is the same. Okay, wait, wait, hold on. Hold on. The horse what happened getting... to Mr. Hands? Just so anybody he who got doesn't know. And what happened? His insides got ruined. And he what? He died. Exactly. His asshole is longer 
than your mouth. Your mouth is not as long as your large intestine. It depends on how much you want to deep throw. <laughs> I don't want to deep throw. I want to lick the tip, okay? It's a big horse. Okay. Okay. No, um, that's an honest question. Okay, no, no. So No, it's not an honest no, question. It's, it's, no. it's, supposed it's an to be honest funny. question from you, okay? So the horse, if the horse is used to getting jacked off, okay? If the horse is completely used to getting jacked off, jacked off all the time. They want to ejaculate the horse because they want to impregnate other horses. That's fine. When the horse fucking mounts you, puts his fucking paws on your fucking back. Uh, no, no, the paws were on hay. It wasn't on his if back. A, if a flock of horses, one of <laughs> hooves, it's hooves. Abby, get out. Yeah, what are you doing? Come back over here. You're not allowed <laughs> to fucking do that. No, you're you're gonna. If there, if, if well, y'all niggas ain't talking about anything important. Listen, okay, we are bitching about blowjobs and getting fucked this by is, a horse. This it's is an important question. Funny. This is this is what it's supposed to be. Exactly. <laughs> horses. Why are you a hater right now? Pops or because horses? Because obviously. Stevie's a moron and blowing a guy and a horse. The, the horse is clearly worse. I will suck Steve horses. Stevie loves dick. horse dick. We know. Yeah, Bobby, we listen. know you love horse dick. I will love horse dick. We get it. Let me just give my last statement. Last we statement. got it. Last statement. Before the next question, I will blow a horse before I blow a man because of my ego. Bam, right there. We got it. I'm at the fuck Move up. on. Move on. I will blow a horse. I'm going to fuck up your bookshelf. We need to stop yelling. I will fuck up a horse in front of you, dude. Fuck around. I don't even say you guys got to stop I will fuck a pony. Death by horse dick or death by grizzly bear? I already answered it. Move on. No, <laughs> you didn't answer it. Death Do you understand what dick. a bear does yeah, a bear when you die? You. Horse don't eat you. Hold on. Eat oh, grass. Move on. So you're going to get fucked by a horse. You're literally, your obituary is going to say death by horse cock. Stevie Borghese wanted Chris, to go fuck Chris, an animal. Chris, time out. Who cares? I'm dead. The know. point is, which would be more painful? You too. You too. You're. you're well, no, fuck? no. All I'm asking, which would be more painful and for longer? Okay. So I do you guys into, know how a grizzly bear kills I may, you? I may be into aggression. Yeah. Chris, listen. I may be into sadism and and, and all that shit. I may be into. I think you're lying. I may be into aggression, but guess what? A horse might. Fuck I'm lying. Of all the people in the podcast, Adney's the liar. Are you kidding me? You think they call me Honest Adney for fucking nothing? Are you serious? No, are you no, getting told that? Never told okay. So are you getting that? fucked? Okay. There's never been an episode where anybody called you Honest Adney. So right now you're lying about people no, calling you Honest No, on the podcast, but in real life, no. Anyways, are you getting yeah, fucked by yeah, the horse? Right, right. No. Oh, oh, oh! Or are you getting eaten by the grizzly bear? Comes. Fucked by the horse or eaten no, by no, the no, grizzly bear? Shut I don't know. I'm proposing the question as no. well. No, I'm offering the question. more. I'm trying to get answer the question. Death by horse dick or death by grizzly bear? I'll take the grizzly bear. Hold on, listen, listen. Death by grizzly bear. As in, I thought you meant my grizzly bear dick. No. That was a question. No. Because I was like, grizzly bear will eat you as he fucks you. That was my problem. Um, but death by so horse dick or death by grizzly bear? Uh, I'm picking least, grizzly. I'm picking grizzly. horse because my G spot is in my asshole. Sorry, you're I'd rather get sex and death than fucking eaten and death. Sorry, I'm gonna have to agree with it. You're not what? getting. That's not gonna happen. Yes, it is because he's entering my bubble. No, happen. it's not. Yes, it is. My G spot is <laughs> the, in my ass. The pain gonna is gonna happen. override your little oh, so tingly. Oh, six G's. fucking a thousand teeth penetrating your fucking face without fucking penetration in your butthole. Hey, I'm gonna, gonna be die better. sooner. You have to go about forty-eight hours. 
That's how long it took Mr. Hands to die. Here's the thing. If a grizzly comes I'll at be you, dead in two. If you have, if, if you're if you know you're gonna and die, either way you're suffering. What you do is you fight. Hugh Glass, Hugh Glass, and not die from the grizzly bear. You don't know if you're gonna die. <laughs> you fight. If you know you have to die, what you do is you fight the bear until it attacks you with all of its strength. You die quick. Why can't you Next fight question. Why can't you fight Next the horse's question. dick? Fight the horse's dick. You, you don't get to. You have to die no matter what. All right, that's shut not, up. That's not fair. Not life ain't fair. The people, uh, shut up. The difference between people who believe in Bigfoot and people who believe in Mothman. Go. Uh, uh both retarded no, white people. Uh, no, 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 no. Fuck uh, your race, dude. As a human race, uh, uh, being as a human here, race. Oh, you're the only human here. Yes. <laughs> yes. Technically, I am. Um, no, but I can connect more with Bigfoot. I feel like people that see both, that have seen Mothman and that have seen Bigfoot. You that doesn't happen. So there was a Bigfoot convention. There was no crossover. Zero people crossover. People there wasn't a Bigfoot guy in Mothman. Man, and there wasn't man. A... People hate insects, okay? They want insects to die. <laughs> Everybody people knows hate insects. people hate insects. The reason is, is like Bigfoot seems unbelievable because it is they portray it as the missing link. And, of course, as evolution teaches us, we evolve from ape-like creatures. But so it seems like it would be something from our evolutionary pattern. Whereas Bigfoot is bigger than the fucking normal man, and through our evolutionary fucking track, it's smaller to bigger. So I say that I am part of the fourteen. Okay, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Did I say he was an existing thing? You guys both need to not be arguing philosophies. This is ridiculous. No. I no, if you shut the fuck up, dragons are real. <laughs> the earth is flat. <laughs> no, I was about to prove him as a moron until you interrupted. Okay. Yeah, move on. <laughs> I, I don't think we should be arguing <laughs> the little fun. bullshit. <laughs> You're an exactly. idiot. Because so I said we evolved from ape-like creatures, so it would seem like something like the Bigfoot belongs to the same chain. Right, ready? Shut so up. So it would make sense that they would evolve from the same evolutionary part branch of the tree, but it's still stupid and stuff. But it's more believable than a guy who is a moth. So all I'm saying is they're both stupid, but one is right less stupid. stupid. Not as, not, and no. you're a moron for... Dumber. All right, ready? One. Ready? No, listen, we're talking about Mothman right now. Now, Mothman, have you not watched the History Channel? I Shut up! Watched, listen, I Shut up! Next question! I've watched the Richard Greer movie. Listen, Abby, the History Channel clearly shows us they've done What's a the next uh, question? whole See, series Chris, on ancient Chris, aliens with Chris. Mothman. You tell me. Okay, Chris, no, you, you tell me. Yeah. God damn it. Okay, the difference between social justice warriors and male feminists. Uh, here's the thing is social justice warrior is oh, I, I, I need to take this one. <laughs> they they do want equality. They go, they're a little overzealous, they're a little silly about it. But a male feminist is someone who wants women to think of them as a super, I'm all about you and all about you, I'm for you and everything. We foreshadowed this weeks ago. <laughs> we explained this on an episode. Guys will say whatever the fuck they want with the male feminist shit. They will say, They'll say whatever they like. can to get laid. Exactly. If you can't attract a female phys- physically, you're going to go for the... You're always right. You're always amazing. You're going to care to their ego. Do whatever you can to get their attention and then touch them in the vagina. And these are the same guys who they try that way and they get put in the friend zone and they bitch about being in the friend zone. It's like, 
You should have been. You should have been more masculine. I didn't maybe. even explain. Like the pendulum swings so far to the side of the females who want to represent feminism, but feminism. Yeah, isn't, feminism was created feminism. Out of, as of an out of a necessity because women were just treated like shit for so long and have been for so long. So feminism was created out of a necessity to fight back. The only thing is. During any sort of fight back, there's always the pendulum swings a little too far to one side. And so we do have certain groups, certain people that want certain things that are outrageous. There's certain ways, like feminism has gone too far in certain areas, but the end goal of equality is important. It's just that sometimes the whole fact of... Yeah. What feminism stands for is equality. It's we're equal. If you hit women, you're an asshole. But we're also equal, and we're as strong <laughs> as you. Oh, calm down. So, no, no, not no, no. Tra- it's just It shows that swing it all the way to one side because feminism is the idea of equality. It's not. The I idea deserve of- custody of the kids every time, and as our child support, and you should fucking provide for me. But also, I'm an independent woman who can provide for myself. All right, we need to tighten this segment up. Shut up. Shut up. We gotta tighten it up. You don't need to go as long as tangents. These are supposed to be somewhat of a rapid fire, well, no, and you guys want to have I was a ten-minute fucking conversation. You provided about it. a long segment. Oh, bitch! Sorry, you guys didn't want to read the fucking things, and you guys wanted to come in. I'm sorry, you happened. got a category that had things. No, this is great. Keep going. Okay. Keep going. This Anyways, this is fun. This is a okay. You're the worst person. Saying you're bisexual and polyamorous is really just you saying you're a whore. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Move on. See, so no. next question. Most people are like, I'm poly, but that's because you just don't but know how to commit. you're non-binary? You don't know how to commit to one person. I understand that committing is very hard. You're fighting as a man. You're fighting your base nature, which your evolutionary pattern has told you to fuck everything that's possible. So, as long well, as you're, first of all, as a man, being monogamous, you're, I, what if I don't relate to gender, okay? Because you have to relate. This, this is a real, to, this, is a this, fucking, is a this is a conversation. I was leading up to it. Well, I interrupted you because then tell me, yeah. tell me, then tell me how this is being specific. <laughs> then tell me how this is being so specific. I'll bear my lead <laughs> because right now I am an asexual, non-binary woman who's transitioning into a man, and I don't think you're being oh, very. Oh yeah, the devil's out. The devil's out. Here. Swung way too far to this. <laughs> oh, listen, I'm a transgender, trans male, trans. That's like, what they're doing. Like, I don't like black, white. You're, <laughs> you're a transparent narcissist <laughs> looking for attention. Is what you are, homeboy. Maybe, but I'm not admitting that. <laughs> I'm asexual, non-binary. I'm asking you the question. <laughs> right now, okay? I relate to X, How Y, and Z. you spread the question onto me? Because that's not about me. It's about you. I have turned the fucking question. You homophobe. Yeah. <laughs> you fucking. You guys are so homophobic, it's so retarded. I forgot the original this question so was. <laughs> what was the original question? Yeah, what it was doesn't matter question? what's going on in yeah, the next qu- one. No, no, no question. Redo the question because that's the one we want to talk about. Do you want we, me to repeat yeah, it then? Re-answer the fucking, yeah, re-ask the question. Okay, uh, saying you're bisexual and polyamorous is oh my god. Okay, so you saying you're a whore. You. Okay, so listen, like, so base. That's what's what that's that that, that is guys <laughs> saying. Oh no, I'm not. It's not that I'm unfaithful. I don't know how to commit, and I don't know how to keep my word as a man. It's not that I'm dishonorable. It's just that I'm polyamorous, and it's a girl who's a super slut. I'm mysterious. I've always been mysterious. <laughs> I, it's a girl saying I work in mysterious ways. I have my methods. Okay, that involves sucking all your best friend's dicks and treating you like shit. Don't worry because but I'm polyamorous. Don't worry because all the semen tastes not as good as your semen. 
So you're still better than that. Such bullshit. And like, okay, look, if you're bisexual, that's one thing. But I've met so many people who've said they were, and it was just a fucking phase. Yeah, of course. All through high school, I've always met girls like, When I've met a guy or a girl who said, no, I'm gay, it was always like, oh, you are. And they stayed that way for the rest of their lives until, as far as I know. But when so many times when I've met someone, the majority of the quote bisexual people that I've met, it's been a phase. Yeah, me too. Me almost, too. almost just from personal females. experience. No, just from personal females, more than no. any males than any males I've ever that's met. Yeah, I can okay. yeah. If you're a guy and you decide to suck a dick, I mean that's Guess your what? life is yeah. never the same. Yeah, you, know, you, know, you know what's going on. You know, I'm like ah, sometimes I suck dick, sometimes I don't. No, I will walk up to a guy that's like I suck dick, and I look him straight in the eye, I'm like I can see it. Let's, yeah, like, let's be 100% honest, dude. Every single guy I've ever met who said, oh, I'm gay, I like dudes, has stayed that way. Exactly. 90... Pers- 9.9.9. <laughs> shut up. 9.9.9.9. Hey, shout out to Tarantino. <laughs> Inglorious Bastards. <laughs> Sorry. So much fun. This is fun. 80... 80%, 80%, 80%, 80%, 80%, 80%, 80%, 80%, 80%, 80%, 80%, 80%, 80%, 80%, 80%, 80%, 80%, 80%, 80%, 80%, 80%, 80%, 80%, 80%, 80
Whatever. I, <laughs> oh, so and, so you go fishing, and as soon as you catch that fish, you're like, I'm going to fuck this fucking yeah, fish. And then I re- no, <laughs> I'm consenting adult lifeblood, Chris. <laughs> consenting adult lifeblood. Chris, listen, anything I catch, I fuck and I let back into the ocean because I'm a good person, and I allow them to live their lives in the world of the sea. I might fuck animals that I catch, but I still allow them to go. I don't kill them like an animal because I'm not a fucking horrible person. <laughs> Let's forget about all the bullshit that we just talked, okay? We did that. We were just doing random shit, you know. No, it was fun. It was fun. Did you have fun? Hey, come on. Did you have we fun? We had a blast. Listen, for everybody. Did you have fun, Adney? For everybody say you had there. fun. You're not even give us that. And he's, why are you being so like? Yeah, I was about. Like, you it's won't like, let me talk. Okay. Listen, for everybody else, no, Addy. <laughs> like, you asked me the question before you finished asking the question. You immediately responded with, "Oh, you're not gonna answer. Oh, you're dick. Out. I'm Chris. You're on it usually. You're well, on it. Fuck Addy's answer. Um, we're gonna throw it over to uh, Stevie's book suggestions. God, I hate your book suggestions. <laughs> but I know there's plenty of people that love it, so play us up, bro. Okay, you can find me at Stevie August Morgan. You ain't you tight. Know? No, I know, cause much. Stevie wait. August, you ain't tight, Borghese. Wait, it's, it's, I love it that you said <laughs> no one likes your books, Justin. And then you told me two times that hey, I got some friends back. Uh, I got some friends back in fucking. Okay, town. whatever. People like your friends. Chris, <laughs> Chris is just mad because he can't name three books that he's read. Oh, how dare you? First of all, I'm gonna name Harry Potter and the whole entire series because I didn't watch Wait, it. Wait, you read the whole series? I read the whole fucking thing. You did? From the Sorcerer's Stone. So fuck you. Dude, how about it? Dude, actually, like, how about like, those Chekhov's guns, fuck though? Fuck you. Like, how about those Chekhov guns? punch you in the face right now. There's a lot of Chekhov's guns that, dude, that would okay. pay off, and it, I liked okay. it. I liked it. So I got to experience the Harry Potter books before they were movies. And oh, Harry Potter hipster. I Shut am a hipster. Up. You're a I fucking a Harry hipster. Hip- yep. You're a Harry hipster. No. Keep bringing Harry it. Hipster. Hipster. That's all you got? No. That's it? No. That's it? That's Not, it? No. Cut his mic. Uh, no, no, I like I like that you tell the guy. I love that you tell the guy that cuts mics to cut his own mic. <laughs> that makes me happy. But no, Chris, fuck that. Chris, cut your mic. Fuck that. <laughs> That's all you got? Chris, That's cut it? your mic. Come on, come on. Yeah, I, I, out of how much animosity and just oh, there's a, this plot hole, this plot hole. You don't have nothing to say right now. The movies were poorly made, but you haven't seen the movies. The movies were horrible. horrible. Oh, Chris, listen, listen, the Chris, listen. Hor- You've, the movie sucks. That's the thing about the dick. books, though, is there's not a whole lot of problems with the books. The fact is, she has so many Chekhov's guns, and they pay off. Like, the only criticism I could make is that the fact that Neville Longbottom should have been not instead of her. Yes, but that's but, have we, already, we already more. talked about that, and I I would We've still I still really want to have sex with J.K. Rowling. <laughs> Which <laughs> and Chris, Chris, my only issue with you, um, with the whole issue, of, I have an issue with the fact that we haven't done the books again. <laughs> so Chris, and this isn't even part of it. We're talking about a book series, and it's isn't even the suggestion. My issue is, is I brought up the book suggestion thing, and you Whatever said, you fact, macabre you book said is. the fact that you only like seven books, but I'm not sure I, if you know, but there's more than seven books in the world. Oh, yeah, I didn't know. Good thing you told there me. There's so many books. You need to read the Bible and convert just, your you life. You can't just 
read seven okay. books and be like, Harry Potter is God. <laughs> you His dad created the universe. He can walk on water. Oh, I didn't know there wasn't more than seven books within the you earth. You didn't? Well, let me I, tell you right now, homeboy. I'm about to give you a book. Story. Like, I just can't wait to read the Bible. Like, once I read the Bible, my entire life is going to be fulfilled. Oh, I already know. Maybe not. It took me about seven years to read. I don't know if you could understand <laughs> No, Chris. Chris, listen. I'm, I'm going to tell you right now. If you read the Bible, you and your family will reconnect. And homeboy, that's all I'm saying. Ah, that's fucked up. <laughs> Todd was right. <laughs> Come me and everybody hang on, open doors and walk right into the library, cause man, library, cause man, open doors and walk right Come with me and everybody hang on, open doors and walk It sounds like Stevie's having an aneurysm the entire time. Come with me and everybody hang gonna open the doors and walk right into the library, library. Come with me and everybody hang on, open the doors and walk right into the library, to the library. Todd, you're a piece of shit, you only read one book. Whoa! Fucking asshole. <laughs> God's book, apparently. Hey, 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 Todd. Hey, Todd. Hey, Todd. Read the Odyssey by Homer, motherfucker, you piece of shit. Todd, fucking faggot piece of shit. You want to fuck with my boy? We're coming in strong. I the whole podcast coming in to fight you. Okay, Chris hold on. is the Hulk. Is this We're going to meet you at is your it, house. Is it, We're going to get all your other family members out. Todd, you're done. You're done, homeboy. We don't know your last name, so you can't sue us allegedly. But Chris, Adney, and I, we're coming for you, bro. We're coming for you. We're going to meet you. We're going to meet you outside. We're going to make you strip naked. Chris is going to horse call you. Okay? We're going to do some things. We're going to do some whole Intent. things to yourself. Allegedly. We're going to get some money from you because we need money for the podcast. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> your whole situation Just like that, we had government sponsorship. It's going to be done, homeboy. going to be done, fucking Todd. But, I mean, we congratulate you for... Thank you for supporting the podcast and giving us money. Because we do need money. Um, because even though we're stealing it from you, you're still giving us money. Uh, yeah, whatever. whatever. Sorry that I stole your girl. Shaylee is mine now. <laughs> oh, my bad. Okay, let's move on. I'm your new, I'm your new surrogate okay, father. That's here. funny. Chris? Oh, wow. This just in. This just in. We have an announcement to make. Dr. Dadney is Chris's Dadney. <laughs> What if though? Just imagine. Chris, shave your beard. Can we you don't just want please it. imagine? Shave his fucking. I can't God. imagine it because we're the same age. If we were different. When ages, you go to bed tonight, I want you to picture uh-huh. that. Uh, that's. Hey, dude, I'm <laughs> pretty sure that's already happened. Chris, listen, your dreads need to be gone. Okay, that's all I'm saying. My name is Todney. You need. Hurry up and finish so we can. I want to go ready? and get eight mm, okay. chicken. The book You're going to get eight mediocre blowjobs. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to get eight threes. <laughs> eight threes all day long. That's so much worse than mediocre. 23, that's 23s. Eight threes, you're golden. Um, we're going to suggest this week um, a book by Philip K. Dick. This is a guy who's a fucking genius. Died in uh, the. Uh, Chris just laughed at the name like an immature child. I am oh, yeah, the M. I totally did not. That's because you. What's the book? <laughs> um, Philip K. Dick was a gr- an amazing fucking author. He died in 1982. But this book is something um, that's a little bit different. It's a um, it's almost a. Alternate timeline. It's almost a throwback to Back to the Future. Oh, alternate timelines. All right. If you think about Back to the Future, when fucking Michael J. Fox went back in time, he made skateboarding cool in the 1950s. So that gave skateboarding a leg up on the idea of uh, fucking skateboarding in sports. So when you fast forward to 2015, you get hoverboards. 
But for us, we don't get that because that timeline doesn't exist because we get cell phones. We get things that are way more progressive than fucking hoverboards. And our time rock and roll was cool in the 50s. That's why the music progressed. That's why our music and our timeline is so far forward. Marty McFly created an alternate timeline in which skateboarding was cool in the 50s. So skateboarding technology progressed super far. That's why in 2015 in his timeline, music is super lame. And And movies Hoverboards are a thing. Every single fucking generation that happens, it's like, oh, this music sucks, these movies sucks. Have you watched Nosferatu? Have you guys no, watched Chris, Nosferatu? Chris, no, did hold you not on. Listen, did you not I, listen to our, our Chris, thing? Chris, we're, we're giving these about a separate timeline. Chris, Nosferatu in our timeline is amazing. That's we, what I was. And that's our timeline, Chris. There's a separate timeline of other dude, people. Dude, in that other timeline, they don't give a fuck about it. But we care here because we're more important. Than and in this timeline, Chris wants to shit on Casablanca and yet suck Nosferatu's dick and. I have an objection to that, and we're gonna have that's a debate. I for say no. Wait, wait, I, I say nay, sir. I'm so nay. excited. I'm so excited. I'm and so he says Nosferatu. I will argue why Casablanca is way better than Nosferatu. I'm, I'm excited. Upcoming up next, foreshadowing a different podcast because it's the this is a this isn't this foreshadowing. Isn't shut the fuck up. This is not subtle at all. We're actually blatantly saying. On the very next episode of Dragon Ball Z. Yeah, but no one's gonna watch either Dragon Ball Z. Of those yeah, movies, dude. Like, but for the two people out of yeah. our three hundred thousand listeners <laughs> who have watched those movies already, no one's watched either. My bad. None of these motherfuckers are we ever. Can't even them. bring nope. it up. Like, nope. That's nope. for me and you. That's a personal. That's problem. just a personal discussion. Yeah. <laughs> of, my movie's better, dude. <laughs> no, oh man, no, my fuck movie's you guys. My movie's super good, kid. Oh yeah, well my movie has things in it. Yeah. See, <laughs> the problem with with the problem with our listeners, you guys, you don't know outside movies. Like, you don't know Terminator versus Predator. Don't like, tell them listeners you've what never they seen know and what they don't. You're know. being condescending, dude. You've never seen Terminator versus Predator. That's all I'm that's saying. Very it's a hidden movie. It's a hidden movie that's never been existed. Bro. <laughs> that's never that's been, you're being so. That's never Terminator versus. That's never that's an that existed movie in a different timeline. If you've seen a timeline, you've never seen Terminator. Time out, Stevie. Time out, real quick, real quick. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Steve. I didn't mean to interrupt you, but real quick, if you've seen Casablanca or Nosferatu, I want you to please write us and say you know just give us your quick thoughts. Whether even if your thoughts are good, that's it. One word. I don't give a fuck. I was a one word review on either movie. All I, I only know of one other person who's seen Casablanca of all my friends. Really? <laughs> so that's going to be No, funny. Adney had an out-of-body experience, and he, he told himself, you watch this movie, right? And he's well, like, yes, I watched this movie. You fucking fuck around with people that don't even fuck around with drugs like me, and there's only one other person? Uh, Butters is the what only person you? I know who's seen wait. Casablanca. Dude, she's, she's the only almost, person. Dude, she's too awesome. Like, yeah, is she's she awesome, awesome? But Chris, I don't even like, know what I don't know that I think Chris, it's really That's why it. she's my friend. Like, the, the person that I'm getting from Adney and the person that I know that I have experienced who... Because you party like, with the teenage version of a person. Everyone is a douchebag when they're a teenager, but if you get to actually know the person, the person you realize that they're you're really fucking cool. To me think about is it. Like it's Adney's best friend. Adney's best friend. Think about that. Like... She's killing me right now. Like I'm about to be like, 
What's up? You want some HIV? You want? <laughs> hey, <laughs> hey, what? Come on, what's funny? What the fucking goddamn? Book suggested on hold. Chris. That wasn't funny. Chris was... just released a bomb of truth. Uh, bomb of we HIV. just learned yeah, another really. new thing. And that was gold, though. Okay. Just kidding. Uh, man. Nah, he, he's free. He's free. <laughs> Chris is clean. That was a joke. Clarify. Okay, thank Clarify. you. Like, Chris I, is clean. I mean, that one clarified. Like, that's a bad one to put out there. Chris that's is a bad one. Chris and is... people will be idiots and not understand that that was a joke. <laughs> and I want to make that clear. <laughs> yeah. This you. nigga is clean. Thank I you. went with him to the clinic. Oh, this... Chris is clean from <laughs> HIV because it's the type, of, the type of fucking disease that you pass on to somebody. So you fuck them, you pass it on, you're clean. They now have the disease. It's a carry-on. <laughs> it's a carry-on. It's a, it's a carry-on disease. Yes, you are clean because you pass you it on. You fucking the- animal. Um. So I yes, I suggested Philip K. Dick, and again the book. Or I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell you. The yeah. Book. What the fuck is the book? Yeah, what? It's like, <laughs> we sidetracked him hard, man. So it's filthy. With your talk about being in love with fucking butters and shit. Whatever, do you remember? That's fucking gross. That's so funny. So the book by Philip K. Dick is The Man in the High Castle. <laughs> your opinion. Huh? So I'm going to explain what this book's about. So. This book to me, I, I read it online. I actually had no idea who Philip K. Dick was. And Is it as good as Civil War though? Cause I mean, are you talking about the Civil War with like Lincoln, or what are you talking? Like, what do you mean? The book suggestion from Wait, last but like, week. Like, like, well, I didn't. I don't remember doing anything with Lincoln last week. What do you mean? <laughs> like, explain to me. Don't make that for me, Andy. All right. I right. didn't know if Lincoln was a part. Right. Wait, you're talking about the South. Are you supporting the Southern? Adam, Never mind. That's not fair. No, Abney's supporting the South. Stop. We need to fucking clarify. Never if mind. If Abney's supporting Texas, then we need to know. Okay, so Philip K. Dick <laughs> is the author that I'm fucking, that I am suggesting this week. This is Stevie's book suggestion. Not, so I feel like we're Not Abney's argument. Yeah, or shit. any of you guys. It's been two weeks. I should be allowed to suggest. So this book right here, Philip K. Dick. <laughs> I love, I love, I love Chris's burp. I love Chris's burp. Um, Philip K. Dick was a classic fucking author. Yeah, he, uh, he took anything from history, and he was like, "What if the tables were turned? What if there was a separate timeline? What if there was an alternate timeline that we had to deal with?" So he took all his literature and he kind of placed it. He followed the idea of history, but he's like, "Well, what if this side won? What if that side won?" It's America in 1962. Slavery is legal once again. The few Jews who still survive hide under assumed names. In San Francisco, the I Ching is as common as the Yellow Pages. All because some 20 years earlier, the United States lost a war. Adney. And, and is now occupied by Germany and Japan. Dick offers a haunting vision of history as a nightmare from which it may just be possible to wake up to. What if Germany won the war? What if Japan won all of Asia? How would it be if America, if Britain, if France, all these people that were allies with one another lost the war to Germany? What if Hitler won? How would it be for us? 
And we would have allied with them and we would have taken England's best <laughs> scientists and made rock out of those motherfuckers. But, but there you go. That's the, the book almost automatically starts out of Germany just puts Earth at the wayside. Germany automatically goes for the stars. They take over Mars. They took over the moon. They're automatically infiltrating space. They have no fucking interest. <laughs> the United States of space. <laughs> well, they have no interest. So they hide. So Hell they, Hydra. They win, they win the war. They, yeah, basically. Number they one. Win the war. Number one. Hell, Hell Hydra. Hydra. They, no, Hell, uh, they win the war, okay? And Japan and Germany, because if anybody doesn't know this, People think, people automatically look, when, when we think of World War II, we automatically think of Germany. They fucking killed so six million. You say we as in Americans, because Americans I'm not saying this, us three. No, I'm I saying, think you need... We no, think of Tom Hanks in Saving Private Ryan. That's what we think of. So whenever, you need to be more... I apologize. Yes, when, whenever we think of war, we think of World War One, World War Two. But it's also written by who? Americans. The victors. Texas, actually, to be specific. It probably is fucking yeah, Texas. The heroes write the history. Um, but what it is with... with, with Fuck we get, Texas, homophobic motherfucker. Yeah. There's... With, with, with World War One. I, I agree, yeah. With World War One and World War Two, which we... Fight me, Texas. <laughs> yeah, Fight me, Texas. Texas. Fight me. Yo, me and Annie all day. <laughs> Fight I'll me. triangle you and Fight he's... me, biggest he's state the left in the hook union. You. All day. Like, you better be a 6'6", six, six, I'll be there. 250. I'll, I'll fuck around. If you're not 6'6", six, six, 250... You better be Juan Diaz, the only good fighter to come out of Texas. Basically, what Adney and Chris are saying, it's Civil War has started. It's them two. And, and I mean, he would be I'll like, back, nah, I'll the fuck about these niggas. <laughs> Motherfuckers. No, homophobic so, ass, uh, racist ass, you get, bitch ass. You get World War One, which we discussed prior, of Woodrow Wilson trying to keep us out of the war, and yet... Through politics, he put us into the war, which allowed us to fucking be the heroes in a sense. You, we, we discussed this earlier. It's the idea of putting your, letting the weakest or letting the people in front of you cause the war, cause the chaos, be weakened by their enemies, letting those who are enemies or allies be in front of us. Let them do their thing. And then at the last moment when they need someone else to rise to the top, to fucking, you know, to, to conquer those that are their enemies, these people that have never had a fucking struggle in their life, that have they're coming in strong. They come in hot. They destroy those who are weaker than them because everyone is at their last straw. And it's the Peter Baelish move with And the then veil. Peter comes in with 10,000 men of the fucking veil and fucking annihilates shit, and he puts himself on the Which Adney's foreshadowing Game of Thrones. But World War One, look at that. 1914, uh, people entered the war. The war started in 1917. Woodrow Wilson allowed us to get into the war. Then you get World War Bastard. II. Fucking oh. Russians, or the fucking Soviet Union, destroyed nine out of fucking out. ten. If you Nazis. don't think Melisandre is the hottest person on Game of Thrones, you were wrong. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. And we can fight in the streets right now. <laughs> Damn, wrap it up, man. <laughs> Read a book. Yeah, and he missed it. All I'm saying is, like, dude, come on. There's like, all, there's no one's gonna tell him. He didn't make nothing in a row. He's lying. There's no one's gonna tell him. He doesn't do anything in a row. He's a liar. How do you guys know this? 
He's not doing anything in Dude, a row. All I want is for you guys to be alive. Like, I want you guys to be alive during this time. Whatever, dude, you're not that Um, and my name is Stevie Borghese. You can find me... Where? On the Alcoholicast Instagram page. At Alcoholicast on Instagram. <laughs> find yeah. us hardcore. We'll fucking whoa, follow you whoa, back whoa, whoa. super hard. Yeah, I ain't following shit back. You're lucky. Because you don't fucking... You don't even log onto the page and do a thing. I do SoundCloud. That's my shit. Alright. That's fine. Oh, yeah, you can find me on... Uh, Boom! Shut up, bitches. No, you... you, can you find that me. wasn't a drop-the-mic moment, you fuck. It was. I just... I did it was it. not. I did it the wrong moment. Yeah, I did something <laughs> cool, dude. I did it the wrong moment. You can find me on Instagram at The Last Bibliophile. You can also find me on Facebook at Stevie August Borghese. Who? Uh, Instagram. Uh, yeah, they're up. Stevie, August, Brazy. And you can find uh, the doctor. Doctor, where can they find Find me on Twitter, what? Snapchat, Instagram, you Facebook. You your hospital. Fish out of your vagina. Adney can be found at all the hospitals. He, he, Every not, hospital. He ain't I, they can find no, me outside of your room waiting to fuck you.